You have just entered the Katie Ma podcast. Hey guys, what's going on? And welcome to episode 211 of the KB Mod Podcast. It is October 25th, 2015. And uh, yeah, this is our first, uh, our first podcast uh, first podcast after Extra Life. We've got uh, Hex is actually, was at a wedding this weekend. And I think he's actually traveling back today. His fourth cousin's uh, dad's Fourth cousin's to. dad's dog's cat sister's aunt. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, it was somebody who was related to him, I think, so. Uh, he isn't able to be here, but we have uh, and uh, Nick Fenton is unavailable, so we have the Timster coming on in. What's Nick up, Fenton's Tim? Is often unavailable, but he's physically unavailable today. Nick, Nick yes. Fenton, yes. just he's he's hanging out at the hookah bar, just fucking smoking his vape. Hitting <laughs> the vape, vape a good time. He's, he's in actually a vape competition it, uh, right now, going for the sick clouds. I mean, he's got some tricks he's well, working on. The thing on is, last he's weekend. so committed. I mean, after yeah, seeing him last weekend and talked to him about the lifestyle, and I haven't seen him that animated or excited about anything, and he he loves the vape life, so. I hope he follows his dream, uh, you know, like you said, and really starts placing at some of these competitions. There's a lot of money to be won. So, um, you know, he'll probably be back next week. And, of course, we've got KD, who's no stranger to the cast. KD, how many casts have you been on now? Uh, three? I'm not sure. Four? I think three or four. Yeah. Around starting to become a little bit of a, of a regular face, dude. I have to say, that, yeah. that drawing of you is spot on that you have oh, for yeah, this picture. Oh, uh... yeah. It's me. Anyway, it's exactly me. Yeah, I actually Definitely didn't him. realize for a second that wasn't just you with a blank <laughs> stare on your face. <laughs> exactly. But um, but yeah, and John and of course Brandon, Brandon uh, hosting on uh, all the. I keep one Brandon. I don't know why. For some reason, in my mind, you still live in Texas, even though I know you've been <laughs> in California for so long. I don't know what it is. <laughs> to the point, because we are going to get. I'm going to start with you, Brandon. We'll talk about what we've been doing this week, maybe outside of games first. And you had mentioned uh, in the pre-show that uh, you had went to a concert, mm-hmm. and you said that there was dust. It was very dusty because I was commenting that your voice sounded like me were maybe getting a cold. Yeah. And I just assumed it was a country music concert, <laughs> but you told me that it wasn't. Well, what? yeah. You went to a concert. Tell me about yeah, it. Yeah, uh, we went to a concert called Aftershock Festival uh, in Sacramento, so it's like an hour and a half away. Okay. Uh, but it's, it was a rock show, so not country and also not in Texas. Okay. Uh, what kind of any any notable any notable bands? Yeah, people... yeah, it was really good. Like uh, Breaking Benjamin, Shine Down, Slipknot, Marilyn Manson, Seether, like a bunch Ooh, of bands. Oh, never okay. fail. Yeah, was, I've never seen really that. Name... Remedy. Sure. <laughs> I, used to, I used to listen to Breaking Benjamin quite a bit. Oh man. Yeah, a lot of the bands are Manson. really good. How's Man? How is Manson live? He's one of the few people I've always wanted to see. He's uh, yeah, he's he's fine. Like I don't know. It's hard. It's for not. Me to... I don't. I'm not interested in his music. I'm interested in the show that he puts on. Did it's he like do, Slip... like, the... like I've yeah. seen Slipknot live, and like yeah. I, I don't dislike Slipknot's music, but their show live is just so good. Yeah, their their live show is very good. Um, I don't know. I'm not a huge Marilyn Manson fan, so like I'm probably a little biased. Like I thought his performance was good, but the like his music doesn't really do much for me. Uh, but he, like he was pretty good. I think if you like Marilyn Manson, I think you would have really liked his live performance. Um, because okay. like I agree with Slipknot, for instance. I'm not a. I like some of Slipknot's songs, but their live show is is like really good. There are two drummers on the sides of the stage, like on. Uh, on I want to throw something out. I I truly and honestly believe that as far as like rock music and vocals, I feel like Corey Taylor is probably the most talented person in the world. Anybody agree with me on that? He, he's up there for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I could agree with that. 
Yeah. I can like, remember the first like, time I'm not I a heard, big Slipknot fan, but yeah. First time like, I heard Bother by Stone Sour and they were like, yeah, that's Corey Taylor. I was like, no, no way. <laughs> like, yeah. And then you hear it and you're like, okay, this guy's, this guy's really fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool, Brandon. So went to, went to a show. Did you do any, were any pits opened up at, at any of these shows? Uh, did you get was, into any of the pits? I did not. Um, oh, okay. But they were, especially for Slipknot, like Slipknot's music yeah. is basically built for moshing. Yeah. Um, but there were just oh, there were a lot of people there, obviously, because it was a festival. So we right. were. Uh, I think there was a rather large mosh pit, but we were not near it. Okay. Okay. But yeah, we we hung out all day, had some drinks. They had some really good food there. They had like food trucks and stuff. Um, so all around, it was a good time. Except the parking, like so, it was at a. I went to the same concert last year, and it was at a different venue. And the venue this year was was. Uh, a new place that was a lot further out like it was out basically around farms and stuff like really outside Sacramento and they had a, from what I could tell they had like one little road in and out of the the place that everyone was parking it literally actually took us about an hour and a half to get out of the venue oh, in God. our car you know what? Uh, cry me a goddamn river, Brandon, until you have waited at, for an electronic music festival for five hours in a parking lot and fell asleep on the steering wheel before you could get out. Because that happened to me. But yes, an hour and a half is, is really painful. I mean, yeah, like um, I can, I'm sure it, that happens I know the, at concerts, but that's never happened to me yeah, to that no, extreme. It, it and sucks. it was brutal. Because, like, you've been there all day. Yeah, you and wanted to I go was, home. I was trying not to fall asleep. Because like I yep. can't I can't fall asleep right now like I have to get out of here and then I have to actually drive home, and yeah. uh, oh man it was that was rough but the concert itself was great. That's always like I feel like um, I mean it obviously depends on the venue and how like how many exits there are and all that kind of stuff but like as I because when I live in California we're going to music shows all the time it literally got to the point where it was like. Do I want to have fun? And then it's like in my mind, I'm like, or and do I want to battle traffic for like three to four hours to like leave this place? Like, is it worth it? I, I was just glad that like we happened to go on Saturday because I we thought the lineup was better on Saturday. It, it yeah. was also going on today. It ends today, and uh, and <laughs> like I was really glad that we ended up being there Saturday because obviously Sacramento is an hour and a half away from where we live. We ended up getting back at like three in the morning. I can't imagine some of the people like tonight yeah. that have to go to work tomorrow. Like we <laughs> yeah, literally, I would have had you know we would have had to like I don't know not go, not go to work for a lot of these people because people. I mean, it was not just us. Like most of the people were just sitting there waiting. Uh, yeah. It was rough. Yeah, well, that's cool. All right. Does anybody else have anything uh, in this the real week? world they would like to share? Yeah. That no. This week. <laughs> no. Are you just trying? Are you just waiting to wow. talk about extra life, Tim? Pretty much. Is that what that was. this week was? Tim, come should, on. We should talk about Somebody... extra life because that's, I mean, that's what we've we been doing. We should. Yeah, that is that is what we've been doing. We can talk about we can talk about that. If Tim, go ahead. Feel free. Since you uh, want to well, say extra life, do it. Well, last week was extra life weekend, as we all know, for us here at Cape Mod. Uh, not the official weekend, but we had our big LAN event at uh, Lad Two Three Sixty this year. Actually, not Bob's basement or an office that has didn't have AC. So um, it was. It was a yeah. lot of fun. It was. It was wonderful. Is really what it was. It was. We didn't have any issues with ventilation because we could open doors if we needed to. Um, and the venue was just really, really, really nice. And John found it for us. So thank you, John, for finding that <laughs> so out for I think, us. Yeah, I know he was going to chime in re- with it. Remote, so. remote uh, venue finding. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Latitude 360, uh, Latitude 360 was incredible. Like They were super, super good to us. And 
and also like production wise everything was ramped up obviously this year i think if you guys watched you noticed that and um it was just it was such a good time good seeing everybody i felt like there was a lot of really fun um you know bits and stuff we had like doing the doing the rock band stuff shout out to tim for <laughs> raiding uh, somebody on craigslist and getting all that stuff and setting all <laughs> that up and like a lot of the stuff was super complex but um overall like it it, it went really well and it went, we raised a good amount of money Mm-hmm. went like a thousand times better than last year because last I, year we ran into a lot of just issues and it yeah. brought everyone's morale down but this year i feel like i feel like though if we if we hadn't uh it hadn't gone that way last year we wouldn't have you know what i mean like it was like a learning experience and then we were like yeah. this year we know what we really want to do which was which was helpful but um and then the oculus stuff was really cool um steve uh steve helped like getting that stuff set up and um you know, obviously I did some Oculus stuff that I really don't want to do again, but it really like actually finally getting to use the Oculus. I totally, it, it, it until you're actually in it and use it, it's, it's hard to appreciate. Cause I would, you know, I would see people play the Oculus and, you know, like YouTubers and stuff and be like, wow, this game's really scary. And then when you're watching it, right, like it's, you know, the textures are terrible and you're just kind of like, there's no way this is scary, but when you're actually like have headphones on and you're actually in it, it's, it's really, really insane. I started getting like after 45 minutes, I was getting motion sick. Yeah, I was um, actually surprised so. that you lasted as long as yeah, you did. Yeah, I'm really surprised it lasted that uh, long, because, especially after that maze map. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I was, like, I was like, I was impressed that you were just able to do the segment basically until it ended, because uh, yeah. it can it can get kind of rough in there. And, and even after I took it off, like 30 minutes after, I was like, I might chuck, I might not, I'm not <laughs> sure. Like it, it lingered for a while, but yeah, it was cool doing the Oculus stuff and even the little demos, like the flying demo and uh, underwater and everything. That was really cool. But yeah, it went it went really well, and I hope you know you guys that. Um, if you're listening on the audio version or the live, like thank you for for sticking with us and all the donations and everything like that. Um, yeah, it was I'm it was honestly sure. like my favorite extra life. I think. Uh, I'm not sure how many uh, how much we raised during the weekend itself because um, we've had like we've had other other people raising money on our team. Um, like Gold Glove, mm-hmm. for instance, did his stream yesterday and raised like 23 grand, which is yeah. amazing. Yeah, um, I think I think we raised somewhere like ourselves. <laughs> I think we raised somewhere like fifteen, um, mm-hmm. fifteen to twenty, and then uh, PC Part Picker matched an unbelievable ten thousand dollars again yeah, this huge, year. Huge shout out yeah. again for so his, big his shout out to awesome. him. He he donated across uh, several different pages. Uh, we had some tournaments, so some of the tournament winners, as well as just uh, some of the people that have provided uh, like production help and support during the weekend that were there at LAN. Uh, yeah. So donated across a lot of different pages. And uh, I think our, you know, our the land this year was was awesome. But in the end, it comes back to how much we're how much we're raising for you know kids yep. in need. Uh, and I think uh, I think we I think we did as good as we could. You know, as, as I think we inspire. Hopefully, we inspire other people to participate. Like you know, ac- the actual extra life date is not uh, until November sixth to seventh. So if you if you watched our stream and thought it was cool and thought that was fun, like you can still sign up, join our yep. team, and actually do a stream of your own, you know, and do you know do 24 hours or however much you can, and uh, you know join the team and and you know raise even even a little bit can help, right? It goes to your local hospital. So. Odds are, odds are, if you're streaming, I will find your stream and donate money to your stream. <laughs> That's go. what I. That's what I do with extra life. I save some money <laughs> of my own, and again. then I, I join. I join random people's streams, and I donate money to them. There you go. <clears throat> yeah, get involved. Also, um, you know, all the yeah. I, I don't want to take. <laughs> this would be really in poor taste after all this really, you know, 
good telling people to go do and raise money for the kids. I, I think this also was a really good land for me, uh, being the Nidhad 2015 Extra Life All champion. Right, Scott. And uh, no. also winning. What a winning, game, though. Winning what an Mario Kart game. Nidhogg is so good. Yeah. Nidhogg was so Nidhogg. much fun. Good Brandon and I both first played it last year at uh, Extra Life United in Orlando, and it was awesome. Yeah, I, I, it's it's such a good game to like to, especially in that in the kind of format at the LAN. It's I feel like really bad fun. that I wasn't at LAN physically because I think I could have taken. I apparently mm-hmm. I could have easily taken Nidhog given the results. Wow! Wow! <laughs> okay. And, uh, Did you watch? I don't Brandon? feel bad. I I matched Brandon's money, so I couldn't be there and I couldn't participate because <laughs> it was my anniversary. But I I donated money, so and I think I think I could have probably done all right in the Rocket League tournament too. That's so, well, yeah. We, we won't get we really into the Rocket that. League tournament and how rigged that was, but anyway, <laughs> Mike uh, Mike was victorious with dude with the nose. But it's okay. uh, you can't you can't get mad right. at Mike trying to you know rig no. the, rig the odds in his favor for children's hospital for the children. Yeah, we kind of overlooked it. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, just the competition he was playing wasn't quite up to par, but yeah. it is what it is. But yeah, no, it was it was a lot of fun, and uh, I definitely. At least personally for me, I think it was one of my favorite. Obviously, missing some of you guys, like fortunate Brandon couldn't be there. But you were at Brandon was helping out and online the whole weekend and doing his thing. So we do appreciate you uh, you doing that, and uh, hopefully next year, and hopefully we can do the same venue next year. That would really be <clears throat> ideal. We're gonna have to the see. But they were to do so. They were they were it's really not impressed do it on my anniversary us. weekend, and then I get to tell him all I'm not coming home for Christmas <laughs> because that's just too close. But yeah, all right, we'll see what we can do. But um, yeah, Latitude three hundred and sixty was was great to us and. They definitely think they would have us back again next year. So, um, yeah. So anyway, that's that's some extra life uh, recap. But as far as what we've been playing this week, uh, Katie Zen. Uh, I haven't played too much. I was okay. I, I was just making no. Week. I was making sure you were here. I wasn't actually. He was making oh, video no, games. You guys. He was making video games. <laughs> yeah, I was making video games. No, sorry. I'm, I'm just kidding. Uh, Go ahead. Go ahead, Katie. Did you play anything? Busy. The game that I played the most than any other game was our, the new RPG Maker. Uh, I did a video mm-hmm. for Cole on the yes, website. Yes, pimp it out because I, uh, I've heard it's really yeah. good. I haven't watched it yet, but it's really good. I actually ended up making a game called Barn Door Quest, <laughs> in which uh, <laughs> live out Brandon's daily life. It's uh, it's, only, it's in a very very early concept right now, but uh, oh, for example, man. you can uh, buy gifts it shows for a lot Hillary. Of promise. It does. it does. I'm excited. That's really cool. But uh, yeah, that's how long did it take you to put together the. Uh, the the Brandon level. Uh, level. Let me think. Only look at hours played because I'm sure I have some idle time. Mm. Uh, I think it took about ten hours to put oh. everything together. Okay. But uh, yeah, it's then. very very RPG Maker is very simple and very like good to make stuff you wanted to make. Hmm. So yeah yeah, Barn Door Quest is uh, very alive and real, and it how, will be um, finished. And uh, how many times uh, are you going to delay the release for it? <laughs> yeah. Can we expect oh, some countless DLC? times. We're gonna get some DLC. You get tons of DLC. You're gonna see some pass. I can't wait till this blows up and then Brandon's like, "Yo, I need to do, oh, yeah. you're I using need my likeness here. and stuff. I need some royalties because oh, yeah. you know that's you gonna happen." You want access? You fucked up. <laughs> you want access, access in there too? Get, get just if you want access? To, yeah, I could put everyone in there. If you want access to the extra content, then it's measured in retweets. So. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's <laughs> a good way to do it. It actually doesn't cost yeah. anything. You just have to retweet. Yeah, so no one's getting that shit. That's smart. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, that, so just than that, I, uh, that. And what else did I play? I don't think I played much else. I think I tried to play Dark Souls two, but my controller wouldn't work. So yeah, no, nothing else. <laughs> that could have just that could have just ended with yeah, yeah nothing else. But I I love that you were no. going back and you were like I tried to play Dark Souls, but I actually couldn't. So. 
That was good. Okay. I, uh, okay. I played a game on my phone. Well, I, I rest in peace your controller. I hope you figure out what the issue is with it. it sounds like it's a pretty yeah, good I'm working on it. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. All right, Tim. What about right. you? What did you play this um, week? Um, not much because I was out of town Monday, Tuesday after the weekend, and I didn't get my computer set up till Wednesday. But I did play that party hard game. Um, yes. Yes. I it too has too. Twitch chat integration with oh it, my which God. is pretty cool. Uh, it'll pop up different events as you're playing through the levels, and your viewers can actually vote on what they want to have happen, and then that stuff will happen. So like they can summon a Baron, they can summon a biker gang, uh, a mad Pest killer control. that will come in and come after yeah. kill you. There's all kinds of different things that they can kind of bring in. So it's it makes it change on the fly. So like you, the goal of the game is to kill everybody on the level, um, which is a pretty simple, straightforward. Yeah, it's like use a, different um, parts of the environment to like to kill them. You can poison their food. You can blow up gas pipes. All this different stuff. But the more people they down. summon in, the longer the levels yeah. go because those people stick around, and you have to kill them as well. So, like, you may start off with forty people, you may end with like one hundred and twenty people, just because of what they vote in and everything like that, which isn't a terrible thing. It just makes the game drag on for a while. It feels like, but it was it was interesting. Um, the soundtrack for it's really good. I actually went and bought the soundtrack right after because I didn't have it. Um, so I, I enjoyed that, uh, and then the only other thing I played was the new Witcher Three expansion. I started that off yesterday, and that's just continuing the greatest game for me ever. It picks right off where it picks right up where you left off with the end of the game, um, with your same character, and I feel like they've optimized that game even more since the last time I played it because the game, like they added more options, they added options for their video hair works, to where there's anti-aliasing with it, and there's different levels of. I guess, video quality for the hair works now. Um, trying to make it run for everyone's computer. So, I don't know. I just The game feels a lot smoother now since I last played The Witcher 3. But I'm loving the expansion so far. I haven't finished it yet, but that's pretty much so, all I played. So let me go back. You, you are, for Tim, for staff who knew, Witcher 3 is the greatest game of all time. Very possible, yes. Okay. All right. Just checking. I think other people... <clears throat> Would say that it's in contention. I haven't played it myself. I don't. Pl- I don't play trash games. But um, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I, I remember trying the first Witcher game and being like, "Holy fuck! What do I do? Like, this is so big." Or maybe, yeah, it was the first Witcher. And, Witcher uh, one and two are. I've a heard lot that everyone says three is way more accessible. Yeah, seemingly. Okay, so maybe I'll have to go back and give it a try. Very cool. Yeah, with with Party Hard. So I'll go next because um, I played that as well. And so I did it. I had never played, touched it until. Uh, I'm playing through Vice City and then it just ended up crashing a bunch and I was like, fuck it, I want to try something else. So uh, one of my viewers had actually gifted me that game and they were like, try Party Hard. So I tried it with Twitch integration the, for the first time without ever doing anything else and I just got fucked. Like, they, Twitch, they <laughs> fucked me so many times. You don't say. Like, to the point, it was, yeah, which is not shocking, but it was it was really cool. I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, Party Hard is a really fun, fun game. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I totally agree with that. Uh, definitely, someone was saying that it reminds of like a little like Hotline Miami ish in a way. I don't know if yeah. it's visual style, kind of, um, but in the same kind of same kind of. I guess the top. I don't know what would you call it. Is it top down uh, with the camera and party? I mean, overhead. Yeah, overhead would be the best. It's kind of like it's you're not exactly at a picture and you're moving the picture around. Yeah. Just about, I don't know. Whatever. And, and it's really it's really brutal too. Like a lot of the stuff that you can do, like poisoning, blowing up the stove. Uh, Anyway, it's just, it's a really, yeah, I'm going to be probably putting a lot more. The thing is with Party Hard, because I was like, I hadn't done it with Twitch chat, and they were fucking me so much, I was like, and I was like, am I just terrible at the game, or is it way harder with Twitch integration? People that played a bunch of it were like, it's a lot harder with Twitch integration, because apparently the random events, I don't know, don't happen as much 
um, you know, uh, or I don't know if they happen at all if you're doing it like. In the yeah, first I don't know. I only like played that. it the one night and I had all the stuff Seems on. Seems like so. with the Twitch so. integration, you'd want to make, you'd almost want to make it harder because then it it's like better replay value as a broadcaster. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I think obviously I was pretty bad at it and I was like a total noob to it, so um, I'm sure I will get better with time, but. Um, they did like some really like I didn't even know the first couple like they just at one point I was like getting close to the end and then I walked into the room and all of a sudden the room exploded and I hadn't been looking up at the top right and they, and they killed me because they they set the room on fire and I was just trying to exit. That's I was just like, you upsetting. Guys, you guys got to be kidding me. So um, anyway, yeah. So I played that. Uh, I played episode uh, five, the last episode of Life is Strange. The saga is over. And uh, wow, I don't anyway. Uh, my whole my whole take on Life is Strange. I've said this before. Life is Strange is like the ultimate game to stream, especially if uh, you like to laugh. Because there's like self is, uh, self is strange. Life is strange is very self aware, <laughs> um, and like there are a lot of nods to like memes and stuff like that in the game. But it also like kind of takes itself seriously at, at different times. It's it's always hard to tell exactly like how serious. They, the game is taking itself, and the ending—you um, you can choose from two different endings. I do believe I won't spoil anything in case you haven't seen it or played it yet. Um, but anyway, I, I don't know. Like overall, which is kind of meh on how it all kind of came out, and there was kind of a lot of um, just filler towards the end that you could tell they were just trying to stretch the episode out to make it longer. Um, that didn't really need to be there. But I still definitely—if you've not played Life is Strange at all and have like stayed stayed um, spoiler free of it. I really do recommend it because, um, and I, I say this because I played that entire game with Twitch chat, which made it like a million times better. I don't know if I had been by myself, if I would have been, if I would view the game, like give it as high of a rating as I do. But if, uh, if you stream, definitely play it. Uh, and it's like, for me, I keep, not to shit on Telltale, because I feel like I do that every time I talk about Life is Strange, <laughs> but I feel like Telltale kind of like has gotten lazy, at least with some of their uh, stuff. And like Life is Strange is like a Telltale game um, I wouldn't say on steroids, but there's definitely a lot more like environmental stuff to do, and you can like take a lot of time to like read, you know, stuff in the game. And um, so I would still recommend it. Like even if I do think it's like overall was pretty silly and didn't end really that great, um, definitely try Life is Strange out. It's 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 like it's like worth the money. You're saying no spoilerinos, Katie? Did, I know you were playing through it. Did you uh, did you not play the last? Uh, I haven't gotten to five yet. Uh, I played through. Okay, I, I'm playing through the game with someone, and they're only available on Mondays. And the game actually didn't release earlier on PS4, which is what we were playing on. So, uh, okay, uh, didn't get to do it last week. I'm playing the I'm playing the finale tomorrow. But uh, gotcha. yeah, I'm very excited. How do you feel about people who are saying their life has changed by this game, Scott? Like emotionally are people, changed. Uh, are people uh, actually no? saying that? I have seen this on Twitter. Well, listen, <laughs> I'm not gonna call people's names out, but I've seen this on Twitter. I, have. I think I have a valid point. opinion. No, I mean, too. honestly, like. It's hard. For, I couldn't take my play. Like honestly, I laughed all. The, I I laughed my ass off all the way through the five episodes. And there's a lot of stuff in that game that you're not supposed to laugh at. But some of it's so absurd, and, and the writing gets really cheeseball. And it's just it's hard not to laugh at. I can understand if someone's really set on like taking it all seriously. I can, and if maybe they're a little bit younger, and maybe you know, maybe they don't have as good taste on what is like cheese. Us. No, I'm just I'm just kidding. Um, no, I mean that's totally fine. I just, I totally dis, like, I totally disagree. I, I think for a younger audience, I can understand them being like blown away by all the twists and turns in it. And I was just like, no, no, don't do this. It doesn't. Anyway, I won't spoil anything. Sorry, Katie. Um, but I think you should. I think you should unfollow those people, Tim. That's my professional opinion on that. So. I did. It's done. <laughs> um, 
It has, it, yeah, and it has, anyway. Okay, sorry, the chat has triggered me, so I won't look at it because I will talk about what's <laughs> happening in it. I'm trying to think if I played anything else. I uh, played Counter-Strike, um, shoutcasted my own subscribers, uh, doing some 10 hours. That, that, is, that is always a lot of, yeah, that is always a lot of fun. Katie, you kind of just abandoned me there, dude, though. You kind of, uh, where'd you oh, go? I dude? said I had to go to work at a certain time. Oh, really? Because I, th- I uh, remember I you going to, to the bathroom to and then never never coming back. Uh, I mean. We'll, we'll work this uh, out off stream. What but, happened uh, there? Yeah. No, well, speak, I want to hear about this now. CSGO, work it out now. The, the CSGO Badmans at Extra Life <laughs> yes. were absolutely <laughs> yeah. some of the best. Some of the best content that's ever been broadcast on this channel. Oh, man, dude. Uh, yeah, it was so fun watching just the stuff that you, we saw played out at the at the Badmans at Extra Life where we really need to clip some of that stuff and <laughs> add like add like crowd sounds and stuff like that with the comment. It was it was hype. We were super hype in there. It was it was there really was some entertaining. Pretty pretty good moments. There were some great both moments. good and bad. I I, I think my favorite most of the bad. I, yeah, I think my favorite moment was at one point there was somebody with an AWP. I don't remember who it was. It was me. I know exactly what you're talking it was about. Me, <laughs> Engaged in a. <laughs> it was me probably. Engaged in like a no scope battle and dust uh-huh. one. Oh god! And, yes. And oh. they like and everybody's missing. One person had a rifle and like missed an entire clip. And then as like they're everybody's missing and jumping around, it's almost like they're trying to bunny hop at each other. Like three more people come in and the battle lasts for like 15 seconds before anybody dies. I think it was like, Isaiah versus someone else. It, Isaiah it had the scout, been. and then someone else was fighting him on my team, and it went on for about 20 seconds before everyone else converged in, and then yeah. I don't. I think it was Drake and I came in to clean up, and then it was a one v one me between me and him. But it was it was a solid, solid time. I had fun. I mean, I don't play CSGO that much, obviously, but in that type of setting, I had a lot of fun with it. It was really good. My, my I favorite one was Tim. I think Tim. <laughs> bring it yes, don't bring it up. Don't bring it up, please. <laughs> Scoping in as the bomb is being to me every day. Don't bring it up. <laughs> and, oh, he, and he unscopes <laughs> instead of shooting. <laughs> <laughs> is that an odd shot? Did someone link the odd shot oh, of that? It's <laughs> now it's there again. Oh, there we go. Oh, I see why you permitted him, Brandon. It is fantastic. That gets tweeted to me every day. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, I haven't seen this. I'm so... so... <laughs> yeah, definitely. So I definitely quick switched before I, I pulled so the trigger. I won't lie. Jesus. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I forget when it was. It was something. It was a game that we had cast at APL. In yeah. which, like, someone had an op, and fucking lightning bolts were coming out of their op. I like, Wait, absolutely crazy things were happening. I don't know. It was some kind of glitch, and someone was shooting, and lightning bolts were coming out of like their bullets. Yeah, it was like a visual. It was like a visual glitch. Yeah. Yeah. It was I just. Actually. It's always fun in the it. context of uh, watching the. Uh... Oh shit! I forgot their name. Uh, what do you always call your team of subs? Oh, the Changbangers? Yeah. The Changbangers. It's just, you know, whenever they well, the play. Well, the thing is, like, cast, like, casting people that, um, you know, don't play as much or more inexperienced, like, you can go and you can sure watch, like, you know, professional teams, but that gets, like, old after a while. Like, you know what everybody's going to do. They're not, you know, they're not buying things like the ump. <laughs> like, that was the other thing with the Extra Life <laughs> stuff is that I, I kept commenting to Hardballer and um, Nikon was, like, every round there was, like, there was like a different Two weapon. Guns. Everyone had a different weapon. We saw like all the SMGs used, shotguns. Some people had pistols. Like Steve was using the P250 the entire game before he learned like that he actually he didn't know how to switch to his primary weapon. And he was actually doing like a lot of work. Like he had good movement and good aim, and that was enough with the P250. So yeah, you just see stuff that you don't normally see. So we'll definitely. I mean, next year we'll definitely. I think probably even organize it a little bit more for the for the Badmans. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. I was glad that we ended up ended up doing that. So. Um, I'm trying to think. Anything else I played this week? I don't think so. Let's kick it to... Oh, did I watch oh. something. Did you guys watch anything? 
Or... Oh, yeah, we didn't. Um, I finished Sons of Anarchy. The whole oh, yeah. series. What did you? What was your final? Without spoilers, what was your uh, thoughts? It's. It's. I mean, it's. It's very good. I feel like that that show gets pretty dark as it goes on, and mm-hmm. um, and so, yeah, it's. I don't want to spoil anything, but it's a very good show. And uh, if you if you like the first season, I think I think the show is like continues to be strong in pretty much toward the end, mm-hmm. um, and it's got a it feels similar to Game of Thrones to me because like you know important characters die like kind of the the scene changes a whole lot throughout the show in the same way that like game of thrones obviously uh you know characters that you think are safe from everything you know just right like untouchables and then yeah yeah Yeah. so it's the same thing like there are no untouchable characters in the show Mm -hmm. which which i think makes it uh it makes it more interesting you know over seven seasons okay it's one of those I watched shows where them. I feel if I start watching it, I won't do anything else until I finish watching it. Same with Breaking Bad. It's just like I've that, seen that the first season I of had to finish it. I had to yeah. finish it because I was on that grind, and so now like I have a lot of my life back. It's a good feeling. How's it feel? It's it's nice. It's nice. I was even watching it on the train because I was able to download the vid- the episodes offline for from Amazon Prime. Hmm. Man, that's dangerous. Because I was just like, even on the train where normally I'm, you know, I'm doing other things, I was just like, I was just getting on the train, turning on Sons of Anarchy, and just sitting there. So a lot of my life spent watching TV over the past month or two. Okay. Um, I watched the documentary oh. Hacktivist on Netflix last night. If you haven't seen that, it was really good. It talks about um, just like three of the more famous hackers in the past uh, couple years, and like LolSec and stuff like that. It was, it was really Lizard Squad. Lizard Squad, yeah, like that sounds anyway. interesting. It was really, really well done. Really, really well done documentary. So definitely check that out on the Netflix. Um, all right, uh, I, I who watched, else did? Oh, sorry, go ahead. I had one more thing. Uh, I watched. Uh, I've been catching up on the the anime of the season, and I know this is gonna like trigger a lot of people because when it comes to anime and opinions, like people <laughs> already started getting angry over my Skype picture, but uh, this. Um, there's an anime that came out called One Punch Man, and it's about this superhero who has gotten so strong that he can defeat anyone in just one punch. Mm-hmm. And it's more of like a parody of other like anime like that. And it's this like it's trying to find meaning to his life. <laughs> he just fucking obliterates everyone in one punch, <laughs> and it's uh, it's really good. The animation's great, and that's very entertaining. They're about uh it's about four episodes in. It's on Hulu. We're- Oh, okay. So, I was gonna say, where are you watching this on? This is on Hulu. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was on Hulu. I recommend it. It's pretty good. I really gotta. I gotta start watching. I don't watch. I've never watched like an anime of any kind. So I feel maybe like it's that un- could be a dark path for you. It could. It could yeah, be. That, That's yeah. what I mean. Maybe I shouldn't open that Pandora's box. Like, who knows? That <laughs> one day I'm watching Keep yourself pure anime on my Google Chrome, and the next day it's hentai on my you know 56 plasma <laughs> TV in my Bugatti. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> streaming's going really well, guys, if you couldn't tell. All right. Um, no, I'm uh, I, I don't have a 56 of Podgers TV, but I do have a Bugatti. Um, all right, so who else didn't go? John, we didn't ask you what you were playing this week. If you play um, week. Mostly mostly Counter-Strike, a little bit of Dota, but lots and lots of Counter-Strike. I, I was scaring Flom because I'd been playing ESEA Pug solo, which terrifies <laughs> him. But mm. I found that actually playing with people in ESEA, like if you're 4 queued and you're five manning, like it's really hard. Whereas if you solo yeah. key, you just shit on people. That's true. Yeah. That is so true. I've been playing lots of Counter Strike, a couple games of Dota. I actually played two games of League of Legends, which which is something I never thought I'd do again. But 
not not miserable. Yeah, not fun, but not miserable. Okay, that's pretty good. Um, Dota, I jump in for an A round every Dota, but you know, I whatever. All right, very good. We don't don't say Aram. Aram, that's a that's a brand that's a barn door trigger. Have you played any? What, you haven't played any league? Yeah, it, yeah. No, I haven't really been playing any, but I mean, I would love to. I, I enjoy <laughs> I enjoy Arams. I can hear you. I can hear you smiling. Because, yeah, it's only a trigger because like no one wants to play, even though that's the uh, only game type I play in league. <laughs> I don't even have the. I don't think I have league installed on this computer, but yeah, it's yeah. been a while. Oh boy. Um, all right. Well, I think that's as far as I didn't what we've go, but I haven't really played anything. I just played, oh, sorry. I played a little bit of Rocket League, and we uh, I played okay. with Mike and uh, Mike and Eric and Chez the other night, and we we played ranked threes, and we I think we lost every single game because mm. like they're they're ranked pretty highly, and I'm not. I'm ranked like 500 elo on threes, but we just lost every game, and uh, so. Yeah, that's rough. Was that was that did that make you want to like put put it on the shelf for a while? Was uh, it like, I mean, it's I think even when even when you're losing, it's fun because you you know why you're losing, right? Like I there there were a couple times I made a mistake and I knew exactly the mistake I made that caused a goal. Yeah, uh, but it's just it, it's just hard to get you know three people that have like that have a flawless game each time, and I felt like we were because. Uh, because they're ranked a little higher, we were playing against teams that have that chemistry, and like we don't necessarily have uh, a whole lot of chemistry because you know we're friends, but we don't play all the time. So yeah, that's the only hard part. Is it's just it's it can be frustrating because you know you're not as good as you need to be to play with these people. So it's I think I don't know. I like playing it, but uh, I'm just not as good as I need to be to compete at the at the higher level. I've been hearing this a while ago. Pretty crazy. Are people trolling about cheating in Rocket League? Is that like a troll? I've been seeing it everywhere that kids are cheating. Like people that play Rocket League, is that uh, possible? Have you run into that? As far like, as I, I know, encountered as far as I know, there's okay. no, like prevailing cheats or anything. Okay. I don't even know how that would work out. Yeah, I don't know either. I just saw on Twitter. Maybe people would just like. Maybe I guess Infinite something. Boost, but that would be about it. That, seem, that seems okay. like a thing that people would troll about because it's not really possible to cheat. <laughs> Well, I was yeah. thinking, like, yeah, I mean, I don't know, something where, like, you were able to track to the ball, like, automatically or quicker or something like that. I don't know. Who I mean, knows? I, I guess maybe that, that it, seems, be... it seems possible, but not probably not worthwhile. Okay. All right. I'm just making sure. I want to make sure eSports stays clean, guys. I, I'm just like ESL, all right? We'll be testing everybody. So... Um, a couple weeks ago, I tried 1v1s, like, ranked on Rocket League, and, like, the first two matches, they went really well. Jesus Christ. The first, ba, 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 ba. Well. the first two matches went pretty well, but then I started running into people that were so good that they managed to, yeah. like, start demolishing me. Like, like The, the game types in Rocket League are very... I feel like they're very different. Like, the difference between 1v1 and oh, 3v3 yeah, is, mm-hmm. is massive. They're not even the same game. Yeah, and I know. I'm nowhere near good enough to, like, start trying to demolish the other player, like, as I'm getting the ball in. <laughs> Like I have to go back and watch. Rocket League's like to that point where like people are so like even watching at the land like casting some of those games like Dude with the Nose and No Life Mike Polak like people play that game <laughs> so much that Damn. you know invested so many hours and like <laughs> doing these insane aerials I'm just like I just don't I, it just makes me not it motivates me not to play I mean I guess if I'm just playing against people in my general skill level it's still fun because I because I have enjoyed it I put like maybe fifteen or twenty hours 
I think the, the, game, the, but... the fun thing about that is that you will get a shot like that, even as a newer player, you yeah. will hit some shots like that, you know, even in the games you play. It's just that you won't hit them consistently. And that's the, the difference between playing a lot and getting really good, is just that you're hitting shots like that with slightly higher consistency as you play more. Yeah. And and so like that's the, the difference between a you know, a new player and a really experienced player on its face doesn't look like it's that much. But it's just yeah. all about like the percentage of the shots that you're taking. If you try and take a cool aerial shot as a new player, you'll like you'll probably miss or you might hit it toward the other side but not to the goal itself. Like, whereas a, a pro player would actually hit it directly towards the goal. And, like, because they have so many shots on goal, they end up demolishing you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And no, and it has been rewarding, too. Like, even though I didn't really know what I was doing, yeah, I did hit some stuff. Like, occasionally I'll hit stuff from, like, yeah, while we, that was... We should play. It is fun. Man, playing with Barn. I feel like, the, I feel like oh, man, the disapproving father, though, when you see my actual movement in that game would be just too much. <laughs> no, never play. I don't know. Never play. <laughs> I don't know if we can actually do it. You don't ever play with um, me. I made how do you even know how I act when I play with people? Oh, because I, I played oh, with you a long time ago. We did 2v2s once. <laughs> and, uh, you remember my controller stopped working? Still stopped do you remember? <laughs> yeah. And then my controller stopped working recall. and we lost. And then you already oh, erased so long I don't recall what you're talking about. The amount, of, the amount of shame I felt when I, I lost. I think you tweeted about game. it. And we had a nice talk about it afterwards. I had to calm you down off the ledge. Wow. We were upset. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, not, On Twitter. This isn't helping the barn door. Okay, yeah, you case, can deny but, it, but uh, okay. we'll have to see. Um, all right, well, if uh, nobody has anything else, I think we will take a quick ad break here, and then we'll jump into the news. So speak up now about your interesting life or forever hold your nerd piece, boys. Oh, I bought a hard drive. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll save that for the ad break. <laughs> That's ad break. Quality content. <laughs> Okay. I'll ask you while the while the ad's running if it was a uh, if it um, what brand it was. <laughs> Just had, please run the ad, run the ad very quickly. We'll be back in sixty uh, seconds. Let's see how the other side. I was gonna say if it was a um, flash drive. No, not flash drive. What am I trying to? What am I trying Solid to get state? at? Solid state. <laughs> or mechanical. I mean, technically, oh, that is a flash drive. You're not. That's wrong. true. That's true. I'm assuming it was a solid so what, state. So what did you buy? What did you buy? This is, no, this is for a... subscribers only. If you don't want oh, yeah. to see ads, you can content. subscribe on this channel. Yeah. Oh, it's just a one terabyte portable hard drive. Oh, okay. Oh, the port- oh portable. Oh, okay. So, I gotcha. Not internal. All right. Where will you yeah. be transporting this hard drive to? <laughs> since you needed a portable one. Uh, well, that's a good question. What are you going to be, and what files are you storing on it? Did you, did you just decide you wanted a slower hard drive? You don't like the convenience <laughs> of accessing your data it's faster? It's transferring to the oh, god! <laughs> Actually, I don't have space in my, in my case anymore for another drive. Okay. What, what is, what is your, what's your computer filled up? Just video, like video recordings of, did you, did you, <laughs> I know you used to work at Family Video. Did you start like oh, no. VHSs on your computer? Like, or oh, whatever. Yeah. I, I was, I've gotten found out. <laughs> I knew found it. out it's over. I knew it. That's why you got fired from Family Video, dude. You can't. That's illegal. You can't. You're not allowed to do that. I have to. I have to bring that up if I ever want to go back to that shitty job. 
I, I love when you worked at Family Video, though, because the stories you would have about the people that would come in were always <laughs> yeah. really good. But oh, the place I work is... now is like a used game store, and it's even worse. Like, I have people coming up like, uh, yeah, I bought about five movies. None of them work. Uh, is that uh, intended? Is that supposed to happen? And they're like staring at me in the eyes, like oh, huge eyes. I'm like, uh, no, ma'am, if you want to come in with your seat, we can get that. And she's like, oh, no, okay. I'm going to do it. Do they all is that supposed that to happen? Accent? Very interesting accent that you Yeah, every out. customer does. <laughs> Oh, That's the yeah. same accent they had at Family Video too. I just I do one thing too, and someone like if someone brings in like their controller, I'll yeah. pick it up and uh, be like I'll start like pulling the triggers and I'll double take like oh, sir I'm sorry you've got squeaky triggers I can't take this, I'm sorry. <laughs> do you like, really what the have fuck, to, man? Do you really have to do that? Like you know I do that to triggers? some people don't find it funny at all. Like they get pissed like what the fuck squeaky triggers I paid sixty dollars for that shit. Oh like, wait, tell wait! So you're trolling them? You're not actually? No, serious. I'm trolling them. I'm telling oh, I the. You... <laughs> I'd be pissed too if I listen, Katie. I'm sorry. <laughs> if I'm coming into a used game store, I'm already like, I'm already. I want to get out as quick as I can. So if the guy behind the desk who I want to have limited interaction with is trolling me about my squeaky trigger, <laughs> I think I'm gonna get. I'm gonna be like, dude, just fucking whatever credit you're gonna give me, give it to me, and then let me let me get out of here. So I'm kind of with your customers, Katie. Sorry, but I appreciate you trying to bring some okay. humor to the job. Well, I won't do it anymore. No, it's uh, hey, you do you. No, man. I don't work at GameStop Sensual Chocolate. Have you had anyone walk in with a beer gut? Because I got that on you. With a beer with, gut? I work at a bank and someone walked in with a can of beer. Oh, I already I called someone that was drinking a PBR in their car, and then someone <laughs> last week brought in a can of PBR to the bank. Just an open container, just like yeah. whatever. Got just to do my on it. I needed to wow. make a withdrawal. Sip. They were still like, high oh, and drunk from their Vegas trip. Okay. Vegas still probably. Yeah, this was like 9.30 in the morning. Like, first thing I had to deal with. Some dude just sipping on a PBR. Did that you call the cops day. on that guy, too? Yeah, I did. Oh, my God, Tim, you're that guy. I he got in a car. He got in a car and oh, he was he driving. Okay, never mind. Yeah. I thought you meant he, like, walked there and Tim's like, I'm going to get this motherfucker. No, I, I made sure. <laughs> I was just going to let him go, but he got in a car behind a wheel. I was like, nah, I can't let You should have citizens arrested the fuck out of him over the counter. <laughs> tackled him and spilled the beer all over him and then let the cops take him away. You, that's within your right, Tim. As a, as a, as a citizen, seeing an infraction, you definitely should do that. If he's outside the building, yes, apparently. Okay, that's but true. If he's inside the building, I'm not allowed to do anything. It's dumb. Uh-huh. That sucks. Same Thanks. rules. That's why. That's why the banking system's in shambles. You can't citizen arrest <laughs> people inside of the premises. All right, we're really sidetracked. Sorry, guys. We've been back from the break for like uh, five minutes, uh, and we're going to what about that news. What about that news? There's a lot of news this week. I don't know if we'll get to everything that we have here, but we we'll get to. There's some, there's some really good ones. We're going to start off with this. Uh, Konami claims <laughs> that famed, <laughs> famed video game franchise creator, director, just all around uh, you know, guru of the, of the Metal Gear series, uh, Hideo Kojima, hasn't departed. He hasn't left the company. No, guys. He's on vacation. He's on vacation. And it's all just a big misunderstanding, which is hilarious because we've been talking about the fact that um, – He's been leaving. Yeah, like he's been leaving Konami, right? For like that was out Ever. for it's months. It's been like a year now. It feels like it's been a year. like almost a year. So he 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 legitly he also legitly had a going like a farewell party on October 9th. There's even photos of it of all the employees like wishing him well. And I do uh, love I do love this quote from a representative saying, "Yeah, uh, yeah. as for the farewell party, we're not sure what kind of thing this was." <laughs> How the hell else are they toasting him? That's a direct quote. It's, like. We're not sure. Maybe they all just got together and had drinks. 
Like, we'll kind of get know, together in the one. office with it a cake. A that's a, with that's a big a, sign that says farewell. I think that's my favorite part of this story. It is, yeah. Like, like the, the rep, the, the it's in quotes, so presumably that's what they actually said. They said, we're not sure what kind of thing this was. It's just like, terrible party. I was like, not the, invited. Just the phrasing and everything, like, suggests that they caught, they caught them off guard. Like, oh, like what about this picture? It. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, they didn't have time to prepare a statement for that one. I have a theory that the rep wasn't invited to the party, and now he's kind of bitter. So. <laughs> Could be. He found out that like everybody in the office actually really did hate him, and he wasn't crazy, and he didn't get invited. Um, but yeah, so the, I mean, they're they're pretty much at least at this point they haven't changed their story, and they're still they're saying that he's taking a long time off from work to recover from again in quotes fatigue caused by the stress okay. of creating the new game, and uh, so he's him and him and his team they're just on vacation, boys. They'll be back. Metal Gear Solid Six coming very soon. I don't understand soon. all the like all the drama around this. It's I don't so, either. It's it's just so unnecessary. I feel like is some of this like lost in translation because it's like Japan. Like, is there what? What are we not like? Is, are they losing face because he's leaving, and are they trying to save? I know this is a big thing. He's an iconic guy. Like, he's like yeah. Cliffy B over sure. there. I guess it's yeah. like the best. Like, he's more yeah. iconic than Cliffy B. But like, how we as PC gamers love Cliffy B. That's like a good they, comparison. They look at him the same way, except he makes shitty console games. But, like, I, I don't understand yeah. the denial piece of it. It's like, yeah, just, I, I don't get it, why it, they're sticking it jeopardizes, to their... It jeopardizes the public perception of their of their company whenever somebody so iconic just fucking pieces out no, because he's I know, having political but I, issues. But, I, but like, we, we as, as Americans, like, we have social media. Like, we're, we can see that you're basically lying. I'm curious, like Scott said, is this, like, a cultural thing where, like, right. denying it is like some i don't know like even though everybody like if they're denying it like does everybody know that it is actually like because honestly this is my entire my entire like knowledge base like of like the J- japanese culture comes from a michael Crichton novel i read years ago <laughs> but a lot of it had actually really true things about uh like japanese culture and about how like certain things will be said and everything and obviously it's like understood that even if it's not true again it's like about face and all this kind of stuff and so i'm wondering like is is this like, are people in Japan like, yeah, no, he's definitely leaving, but the reason Konami is doing this, it's kind of like, you know what I mean, like a, like, letting it, like, trying to not, to not be embarrassed or something, and, like, everybody's like, okay, this is how we'll let them do it. I just wonder. I don't know, because it does seem that's, super that's, weird. That's, like, that's what I hope it is, just because I can't really see any other reason why you would be like, oh, yeah, that picture, I, I mean, I don't know what that is. It's like, yeah. well... You know, any any like any American PR people that I can think of would be like, "Oh man, we have to we have to like prepare a statement because like clearly, right. clearly we we have like there's eyewitnesses that at this going away party." <laughs> I don't I don't understand how you still say that like no no he's still here. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, so someone in chat is saying that uh, a Vulcan War. Uh, I'm addressing chat. Sorry, Brandon. He's saying that the story came up originally because of Reddit and that there were posts saying that instead of firing people. Konami uh, demoted them to basically force them to quit. So, and that this is kind of like the the follow up on this is like why they were following up with Konami. Yeah. Um. So it could make sense too, where they're like, okay, no, 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 we didn't, we didn't fire him or anything, and he's and he's just on break. But again, like you said, does not make any sense to my Video Western games. mind at all. Slot but, machines, pachinko parlors. Anyway, That's and yes, Rising Sun was the book. Uh, 
that uh, one of the best Michael Crichton books, actually. I mean, he has so many good ones, but Reed Rising Sun. The Andromeda Strain is the best. Andromeda Strain's good, too. I don't know if I have a favorite. It would be very hard. Obviously, not Jurassic Park. Fuck that book. It's garbage and movie franchise. Nick's not here, so I really want to pile it on. Um, let's talk let's about see. Doom. Yeah, let's do it, dude. So, if, have you guys watched? Uh, did you guys get a chance to watch the footage? You can watch it right now if you haven't. Yep. Open it up. I haven't. What? I'm gonna watch it. I was very surprised because I hadn't. I hadn't watched anything. Obviously, is this the first footage of actual gameplay at all? Like with with Alpha? I know they did I the teaser it's trailer. The first which is multiplayer nothing. footage for sure. Okay. Yeah, we yeah, did get a ton of uh, single player footage. stuff. Yeah. So give me, give me your. I. This looks like I don't know. I had like a whole bunch of games come to mind when I when I saw the footage. Like it kind of looks like a hybrid of a bunch of different things. Obviously, yeah. very fast, like um, yeah, yeah. Know, Unreal or um, Quake, it, a little bit. It's um, it's it looks similar to those games, but like it yeah. it looks way slower than Quake. I think that's yeah. true. I think well, some, like, I think certain people will take offense saying that it looks like Quake because it it does if you're just looking at a screenshot. But then looking at the gameplay, the gameplay looks way slower than Quake, but the the weapons are kind of similar. Um, yeah. I I the one thing that I like. I think is uh, that there's like AOE oh. weapons and sort of hit scan weapons. Like that's one of the reasons yeah. I like Quake that you have some hit scan, but you have a lot of projectiles. And like some of the some of the coolest moments in Quake history are like these crazy shots with projectile weapons, like bouncing people in the air with rockets and hitting like unbelievable shots. Um, right. That I think, I mean, that's one of the reasons I love Tribes. It's like projectile weapons. I think are just a really fun. Uh, mechanic in a in a shooter, uh, but all of the the maps look pretty closed. Like I would love to see a more open type map, but I guess this is just you know obviously really early footage. Yeah, and it has like the the, the um. So when you like I don't know again this it also looks like Destiny. <laughs> I, and hold, <laughs> no, just hear me out. Uh, hear me yeah. out. What? No, with I've, I was going to say said, back me up a little bit. Not like with the blood and the gore and all that kind of stuff, but like with obviously like the showing how much damage you're doing, like per hit, yeah. stuff like that. Kind of like more RPG kind of yeah. elements. Damage and... numbers, yeah. Aesthetically, I was thinking more even like Halo, even just like the, uh, the maybe color Halo the suits. color palette though like even that. too. I don't know. I think yeah. I mean it reminds me of a lot of different stuff. I mean, all shooters borrow from like other shooters and stuff like that. But I don't know. It just didn't it, like looking at it. It didn't like I don't know what I expected. Like if it was going to scream Doom. It doesn't, you know. Obviously, it's like a new take on the on the on the franchise and everything. But I think the water running know. and the jetpack look really good. Like very inspired, original. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. I definitely think. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. Playing. So, the, um... <laughs> Katie, I was just going to let let. Okay. Don't, okay, don't tell yeah. them you're joking. Keep going. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see. The one thing is, I I I think they need to be careful. It's really hard to tell just from a few minutes of footage, but I think something like invisibility. Um, mm-hmm. And the, uh, I guess whatever turning into the one of the demons with the rockets, I think stuff like that has the potential to be really gimmicky, and like yeah. actually hurt the competitive side of yeah. that game if they hope for that to exist. <laughs> the only game that I've seen like use shit like that really well, like the demon thing's completely out there, but like the the cloak and stuff like that is the original Deus Ex, and I'm not saying that because that's my favorite game of all time, but like that's that's the god honest truth. Yeah. It's really hard to do that kind of stuff and not have it suck. Yeah, that, that's, my, that's my only worry. I've played a couple multiplayer games in the past that had the whole like cloaking gimmick. Uh, one was the new Metal Gear Online that has been that came out recently. That has a whole huge invisibility to it, and it just really 
really hurts the uh, like competitiveness of it. I remember back in the day, way back, I played Killzone 3's multiplayer, and that was like co- like completely 100% transparent with your invisibility. There's actually a perk you had where you could make it so that your your name on your character would be the color of the other team. Mm-hmm. So that was like a whole thing to you're supposed to like in a trick. You know what did clunky? I feel like the be... the cr- the crisis games, at least the latest like the crisis did. Oh yeah. Crisis I, had it, yeah. Crisis I played a lot of Crisis too. too. I played crisis a lot of Crisis th- too back when it was populated. Yeah, Crisis 3 multiplayer I thought was actually I liked really it. Good. It was, it was really a lot good. of fun. Yeah. Like, wasn't Orb like the best in the world at one of those? It was like Crisis 2. He had he's number one on the leaderboard for like months. Yeah, he was. It was either <laughs> two or Crisis three. Crisis 2, yeah. Dude's yeah. psychotic. <laughs> he's just good at games really in general. Hashtag but, uh, repopulate Crisis. He could be yeah, really good at any game he wants, and for whatever reason, he's like, yeah, Crisis 2. This is the one that I'm going to go. I'm going to go hard. <laughs> go ham on. <laughs> yeah. No, it looks good. I mean, yeah, the footage. So anyway, yeah, the f- check that out. That is on YouTube. Just Google. I mean, obviously, if you're an audio listener, I'm not going to read you the actual URL. Okay, fuck it. <laughs> Slash watch question mark V equals JTFE7V uh, dash underscore three R zero. There you go. So you can put that right into your mobile phone. They won't know which. You say that one more time. I didn't get it. So oh, that's true. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't give them the caps. They'll have to mess with that. But um, so yeah. So anyway, yeah, I think they just they just did their first alpha, like closed alpha this weekend. Yeah. For the multiplayer, so hopefully they get to some sort of closed beta or something within the next few months. Yeah. I, I would love to. Ta- I would t- love to take a look at this, um, just because Definitely. I think that this, like, they. I feel like they'll have to have multiple modes and stuff. This just looked like sort of a free for all type mode, yeah, um, which, which yeah. historically is like a mode that I don't really like. Like, I've never really been a Quake free for all player. I've I enjoy team based games, so I, I'll be curious to see what the like what the other modes are for this game. It it clearly takes some inspiration from Quake. Like they had a, I think a double or quad damage power mm-hmm. up. Like they're using some actual formulas from Quake, with the way the game's built. Um, but like we'll see. I, I'm I'm more than happy to give that a a fair chance since Quake basically is like pretty much dead. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, it looks it looks good, and I think, I think I'll definitely be putting some time and time into that. Um, but I remember, like, because we talked about Doom in the past on this podcast, and it's been like, who, who at least for me, I, my whole thing has been now Doom multiplayer. That like that interests me. I don't know about the, the Doom single player. I guess they haven't really revealed much about that, other than like the. I'm actually kind of excited for it, though. Are you? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, I guess we'll have to see more. But the multiplayer has definitely piqued my interest, probably more than the single player will. But all right, um, so Halo Five uh, may come to PC? Question mark. I mean. How long probably have we not. been talking? Yeah, but probably not. We've been talking about like why don't cool, they fucking put it on? It's TV. it's slow. Like I feel you like know. it'd be it's too easy to shoot people. I don't know. I feel like though, but then that would like heighten. Like if we had the mouse and keyboard controls, like people would get so fucking good. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but so there was there was a little bit of a not necessarily a slip up, but an honest answer. Uh, I think Frank O'Connor basically said um, it, it was talking on I think it was a Q and A and. He said there's plenty of chance that Halo 5 could appear on PC. He said nothing to announce at this point, but uh, we developed the game on an Intel platform. It wouldn't be the hardest thing in the world to move it to PC and take advantage of PC stuff. But nothing, um, like I'm not announcing anything official on this uh, chat I guess he was on. Apparently one of the marketing guys for Xbox said on Twitter that it's being made exclusively for Xbox One. Well, and they, but, yeah, but, and but they would say that exclusive, exclusive means a year for most. They things. would like, say that's that. the way publishers yeah. do that shit. 
Yeah, but I exactly. think this is also like n- this is what everyone knows. Every single game could yeah. come to PC. Exactly, right? that's like, true. It's it's not a huge stretch like it was on the old consoles to port it to PC. The question is whether they think the business case is there for like having a different game on the PC, right? You probably have to have different different lobbies. You don't want PC people playing against console people yeah, because the yeah. the console people will get wrecked. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of things to think of that you have to like actually manage the game on PC in a little different way than the console version. And you need to look no further than Call of Duty to look at like how to not like how how messing that up can really hurt your reputation yeah. on the PC. Yeah, true. Definitely. So basically, I mean, it's it's a story, but it's probably a non-story because I think this exact thing has been said about um, like the last, you know, whatever two every uh, Halo releases, three. Oh, every well, every Halo, but really, at least the last like couple. Yeah, maybe two. I think and like stuff like this is probably as much as I hate to say it, why we don't get a lot of honest answers about this stuff because I think what this guy gave was just a super honest answer. Like, yeah, we could like do could. it. It wouldn't be that hard. He's giving, like, the engineering answer, right? Like, it wouldn't be that hard to do it, but then the marketing guy comes in and he's like, nope, it's exclusive on Xbox One. It's like, right. yeah, well, that's why we Of course basically... Xbox is going to say that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But, like, you're right. That does mean, like, a year, but... I don't know, like, I just don't understand, like... Um... So the hesitate, like, where do you think the actual hesitation though is on Microsoft's end, or just like not non-interest in releasing it to PC? Sure, that takes more. They want to sell their Xbox kind of stuff. ones, but they, they want to sell. They want to sell their console. They want to sell the console. Right. I think that's the thing is having having true. Halo exclusive as an Xbox title sells Xboxes. Yeah. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not that's from... the only real exclusive they have on that platform. That yeah, you know, that's probably drives sales. Like say Everything that's... else, and Gears of War anyway, like just those yeah. two. It's hard to say that's not like a smart move either because Halo has not been a PC title since the since original one. one and the the original was not good on PC so like yeah, why, why bring the game it? wasn't bad the netcode was terrible well yeah but that's what I mean the experience was not good like the experience was better on the consoles um, and I think they like no one no one is clamoring for a new Halo game because most people at this point that play on PC like don't know game what up. a Halo game plays like on PC anyway yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. So I don't know. Well, uh, maybe maybe they'll just give up on the Xbox One in a year, and then we'll have Halo Five. No, I don't think so. I mean, I think the one <laughs> the one silver lining is that while they do want to sell Xboxes. Oh yeah, Halo Two Vista. Dusty makes a good point in chat there. <laughs> that's Halo right. Two it was, was a Windows, Windows Vista exclusive. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so that that actually feeds into the point I was going to make is while they yeah. do want to sell Xboxes, they also have a they like have this seemingly big push for gaming on Windows 10 and like trying to sort of reinvigorate their reputation for caring about PC and PC gaming. What is Halo Online? I hear I see people talking about that and I'm confused what Halo Online is. Anybody From what I understand, it's is... Halo 3 on PC, but it's all based in Russia. So nice. yeah. It's and, very, but that is, is that is that very hard to Hit was any it shots. Licensed? It's not officially licensed. No, it's it's very secondhand. It's think okay, of it okay. as um, um Alter IW for Modern Warfare Two. Gotcha. It's kind of like, like that. The weird Counter Strike like one point six clones like that. Yeah, play in like the Philippines or yeah. whatever or the or what what is it called? Like anyway, there's a whole bunch of weird like crossfire face-off or whatever the hell it crossfire, is. Crossfire, yeah, that kind of stuff. Alter IW, that you know, was so good. God damn it. Yeah, it was. I know. I made that word out again. But yeah, I think we could possibly see it come to PC if if only because like 
the Windows gaming team might end up with more sway than the Xbox team over you know over that that game at some yeah, point. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but I mean, who yeah. knows? That's like all internal Microsoft stuff. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to subpoena somebody. We'll have to get you know maybe Hillary will fuck up and not you know. Hillary Clinton's probably has some emails that aren't. Are you talking about Brandon's yeah. wife? Oh, no, no. <laughs> Hillary had to do anything. That actually works, but <laughs> no, wife, Hillary's going to set them straight at Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> Hillary Clinton probably has some emails about Halo Five. Like that would have been the best thing to come out of all of this. Like all of all of her testimony. Like what if she was like, and they're, they're like, we also found some emails about Halo Five and that it's coming to PC. I'm like that would have been <laughs> exciting. Oh well. Yeah. Anyway. Um. So, so yeah, moving on, Brent. I'll let you take the any any hardware related news stories. Yeah, yeah. So this is uh, this is kind of an interesting article. Um, AMD updating their entire graphics line to apparently offer double performance per watt uh, in 2016. Over, um, I haven't actually read deeply into this, uh, but it sounds like I mean, AMD is ha- going to have to do something. Like Nvidia is just we've talked about this at length destroying. before, but. Like AMD is just so far behind on, I think the uh, sort of like the awareness side of things. Like people just are not really using AMD cards, and yeah. I feel like Nvidia is has the presence of mind right now. Like they're they're in front of a lot of people. Frankly, like as an actual hardware enthusiast, I think their cards are better. <laughs> like it's it's not really a close race right now, and I hope for AMD's sake. Like I think it's good for us to have. Um, you know, to have good competition between the two. And for that, for their sake, I hope that they can back up these claims. Like, offering double performance for the same uh, the same energy draw is is a very difficult thing to do. And they've, like, that has uh, been one of the big advancements in video cards over the past several years, is that, like, yeah, we used to have, uh, if you remember, like, the, I think, GTX 480 uh, was was like a beast of a card but it ran so hot like it drew so much power that you know people's people still have to pay power bills like people still people still care about that stuff right we don't all want to warm our houses with our video cards and um and so <laughs> like, like by in the winter well, I, I, I personally i personally do because i'm going to be saving so much well, money some, of us, do. some <laughs> but, of us do but like that's a that's a motivation most people don't have when purchasing a video true. card um, and so over the past several generations of cards, it's been like, yes, you're getting more performance, but like often at the same or less power draw. And that's sort of where the market is going in general with like smartphones and CPUs and everything is like, okay, well, maybe we can't make it, we can only make it so much faster, but we can make it draw less power. Um, so like, I hope that's true. I'm, I guess we'll see. Like, I don't really trust anything until I see the actual products. We get so much promised. Like, I swear we yeah. get these, uh, these like random stories about video cards or CPUs that are gonna that are gonna have this crazy performance or crazy energy savings. Like, I, I, I don't really care until we see the actual products shown um, and get like some real benchmarks. Yeah. You know, and if AMD is coming back, you know, competition is good for for us consumers so i think and i think like the, they, the... it's it kind of seems to me like what amd needs is to is to not like to stop putting out uh things that are like a little bit better than their last card i think they need to they need to do some real like real heavy r&d and they need to put out 
some cards that are like crazy good and try and kind of jumpstart their position in the market again. They could miss a cycle if it means that they come out with something like. Yeah, that's that's way what I better. mean. It's like you know I, I, mean? I feel like they're kind of death by a thousand cuts right now. Like people are just slowly not purchasing AMD cards and choosing Nvidia cards for the next PC. And like you know, I like I was mentioning, we we are generally recommending Nvidia cards these days. Like I don't. Seventy nine seventy was a good card though. I mean, it was a really really solid. It's not that they're bad. It's not that they're bad cards. It's just that the Nvidia cards are also great. And like historically, Nvidia's drivers have been a little better. Like the GeForce Experience is like a pretty good program. They have Shadow Play. There's like there's a lot of value adds. Not to mention like a lot of times Nvidia games come with a free sixty dollar game. So I think AMD has generally been playing the value side of things, and this would be a huge value play if they were able to get. same or double performance for the same energy that would be great value so i don't know i i just i want to see them i want a reason to recommend an amd card and i haven't had one for a while I haven't had one since the 9800 pro bro i mean this is just i'm just spitballing ideas here but amd needs like what you guys are saying is either they do some heavy like research and development go away maybe miss a card cycle and come out with something good if they're going to do that they might as well change like what people expect out of video cards i'm saying they merge with the fleshlight brand and they make their video cards have a flashlight in them so you can be sexually satisfied by your video card. And also maybe work, work on something with Oculus. So like it's an all-in-one pleasure machine. Yes, your textures are better. Yes, your sex life is better. Yes, you are actually gaming with the Oculus. I don't know. Like I want an all-in-one contraption. Your textures and... are better in-game and out-of-game? <laughs> and Oh, well, I don't know. Maybe. Uh-huh. Who knows? Who knows what they <laughs> Maybe out-of-game. That marketing writes itself. Uh-oh. There you go. See, it would be perfect. It sells itself. You don't even. We don't need a marketing team. We just have Brandon fill up the stuff. Um, but uh, we anyway, have, we have another piece of hardware news, real quick. That could could actually be really big. Um, Western Digital is apparently buying Sandisk for about nineteen billion dollars. Um, I don't sure. really like. I don't. I don't really buy many Sandisk products, but they. I mean, they make flash drives. They make solid state drives. Yeah. Um, I so like. I'm not. I'm not super familiar with all of their products because I, I buy I buy Western Digital hard drives, um, and like I generally am pretty happy with Western Digital quality. I'm um, I'm not really sure like what this turns into. They, I guess Western Digital doesn't really make solid state drives, do they? Um, I don't need one. Yeah. Uh, no, they don't. I think they're all mechanical. Yeah, so I guess I guess this basically turns them into like a, a juggernaut in both the mechanical hard drive and solid state drive side of things. Um, but I mean, I I, I think this it's a pricey could, acquisition, but it makes sense, I think. Yeah, I mean, it, they like they could just sort of own the market um, in a way that other people don't. Like Samsung is a huge player in the solid state market, but Samsung. I guess they also make mechanicals. Like I think Western they, Digital needs. Samsung to- also makes like stoves and refrigerators and shit. Yeah, well, so. yeah, yeah. I think like I think Western Digital probably needs. They need this to compete with in the future. Like the future is going towards flash storage and uh, and like faster solid state drives. And Western Digital makes fantastic mechanical hard drives. Um, and they probably make more than that. I don't. I don't exactly know. Um, but they will in the future for sure need like a strong flash storage business and why create one when you can buy one. Yeah. I actually well, I've always just... said that. <laughs> That's true. You have said that. That's actually going to be on your gravestone brand. <laughs> well, you say that all the time. 
actually just bought a SanDisk uh, hard drive for my stream PC. So yeah, so I imagine go. if I had to guess, uh, like I I think Western Digital SSD will probably either. just like turn into also an SSD brand, and SanDisk yeah. probably gets white labeled as like Western Digital. That's for some, I, I like the, the name for for some reason. As far as quality goes, just in my mind, Western Digital and their logo and everything seems like to be higher quality. Like just as a brand, yeah, like value thing, yeah. It means something more than like Sandisk, right? To me, yeah. So, yeah I don't Sandisk know. is like what I buy on Black Friday for my wife, yeah, like as a gift for <laughs> cameras and shit. Like exactly, yeah. I think San, kinda... yeah, San, Western Digital. I think this is just like my opinion. Uh, I don't really know the wider market, but Western Digital has like a reputation for quality in the mechanical hard drive business. Yeah. I don't know if Sandisk really has that because it's like. I think they're just one of the many brands where you can buy like an SD card or a flash drive or something, and like you I've look at it, you look at it, and you realize it's a SanDisk drive, but you don't necessarily care that it they was SanDisk. They don't fail. It's not like they're shit. Yeah. yeah, they have. I think they work, and they tend to have like pretty like solid. They're usually well, like pretty well priced, and like have good reviews. Like that's why I bought mine. I was on Amazon. I was like, hey, this has five stars. And it's yeah. like 128. That's what I need. Yeah, so I mean, I hope so. I, I like Western Digital products, and I think it would be it would be great to also have like Western Digital SSDs. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we have also some quick hits too that we need to get that we'll get to. Um, we've got <laughs> finally Arkham uh, Knight is re-releasing. So we remember that whole debacle where the game came out yeah, on PC and it was a, basically a broken broken mess and unplayable for a lot of people. And horribly optimized, and uh, you know they were like, "Okay, uh, we're taking the game back, and we're taking it off the store." And uh, it was a huge, you know, it was one of the bigger stories uh, in a while because they lost probably a shit ton of money uh, for doing that. Um, but uh, it is coming back, and October twenty eighth is the release date. And um, I know it's Wednesday. Uh, one thing I can that say about Wednesday. that. For those yeah. of you that didn't uninstall the game, uh, I got mine through my NVIDIA card, my second 970 I bought. So I never installed it because I wasn't sure that key would work again. Um, so they have been patching it since the whole debacle. And it has slowly gotten better with time. It's still not it's still not great. Like I should be able to run this game at max settings. Just plain and simple. 2970 is 4770K. I should be able to run it at max settings. I still can't. So I'm hopefully mm-hmm. they have another like performance patch they push out with the release. Um but only time will tell. Like I'm still have to run it at medium to low settings to even get 45 FPS. So we'll see if it uh we'll see if it actually runs well once they do do the final release again. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So so I did, so they have been like they have been incrementing. They have been patching. patching it and they have been pushing out patches. But yeah, it's not. I mean, it's better, but it's not great. Not to where it was. So well, there you go. Don't release broken pieces of shit. I mean, I, I mean. <laughs> I think we can all get behind. You know, Brandon, I've been saying that my whole life. You know, put that one on my tombstone too. Don't release broken pieces of shit. Um, Battlefront uh, was EA's biggest beta to date. Uh, Their numbers—it was 9.5 million people played the beta. So um, that's that's a lot of fucking people. I wasn't one of them. I actually installed it, but then never actually played uh, during the the open beta. But I know a lot of you guys. I played it. It was good. I don't know if I'll buy it. It seems like there is not. I mean, depends what deep. else is available. Like, yeah. they, it was so limited that it's hard for me to say. They need to add in a game mode that cycles you through the different game modes. Like, as it stood, there was the two different game modes. You picked which one you wanted to play, and then you're stuck on that map until you manually switch it. I think they need to have like a random playlist feature. And if they had that in, I'll buy the game. But I agree. for me, my I'll attention spans were low. 
and I can't play the same map more than twice without wanting to quit. So I mean, it was fun, but I think I'll just pick it up on sale. Like I um, wouldn't spend more than when the when the community's dead. All those That's modes. a good job. <laughs> when the community, yeah, okay, yeah, when they're all gone. When it turns into Titanfall. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I, I feel like Titanfall is our fallback for dead communities. We always bring up Titanfall. Oh, I think man. it's it's hard because if you I think if you enjoyed the beta and you really like Star Wars, the probably the best time to play this game from a community perspective will be when it first comes out because there will be a yeah. lot of people playing, there will be the hype, like you know, you'll probably have fun getting the unlocks and things like that, but from an actual like smart perspective, the smart choice is like absolutely do not buy this game on launch. Because right. every you have yeah. every reason to believe that it will like be broken the way that Battlefield yeah. was broken, like the way that you know EA has EA does not have a good track record with um, with launches like this, and like this this should just scare you more that they had such a massive beta, and like that's fine. Betas are super limited, <laughs> like they did not have every option on. Uh, this just means that there will probably be a lot of pre-orders for this game, and if you really like the game. You know, just like our standard advice, I think is valid here. Of like, be ready for those servers to not work day one. Yeah. Like only, absolutely. only buy yeah. this game at launch if you're ready for like the frustration that probably will come with a game of this scale. Yeah. And honestly, uh, I think for a game like that, and in terms of player base, I would probably get it on console opposed to PC. This is just me speaking for like, uh, say, Call of Duty. Like right now, uh. I don't think there's a Call of Duty right now that's breaking 2,000 people online. When I can go back to, like, Black Ops 1, and regardless of, like, the state it's in, there's still about 20,000 people playing that. So, in terms of player base, like... And I know it's, uh... I mean, it's... Uh... I totally lost my train of thought. Someone else. Player base? Uh, player, player base, yeah. That's... Player base is they're a bunch of memers, and it's solid. Got it. Yeah. Perfect. Not really sure what I was getting at. But. Okay. <laughs> Katie's in. I feel like great, great you're job like, I feel like you're 70 years old and like in Florida and doing this from a porch and like you're retired and like that. Yeah, that ram- you just started rambling. Like, what was I talking about? Get up for fishing and golf in the morning. You know, yeah. it's just, it's just right, rough. It happens to all every 30 um, minutes. It's just I think. But yeah, 9.5 million players is a pretty stack. I mean, that's a, that's a lot of fucking. That's a lot of fucking people. But that doesn't necessarily oh, yeah. mean. That those will all convert, you know, to sales. But I mean, it's the other thing is it's fucking Star Wars. So people, even if I think that's going to cloud a lot of like Brandon, we can talk, we can talk all we want about like you know people wanting to wait. And obviously, people got a taste, and they were like, oh, "This doesn't seem like super deep or whatever." Like John was saying, where like it's hard to tell with how limited it was. Uh, but I think a lot of people will forgo that because they love Star Wars, so they'll just be like, "Fuck it." Yeah, and obviously EA knows that. So, yeah, it's, and it's hard. License. Like, it's hard to say they're wrong. If you enjoy Star Wars, sure. like, you can probably get a lot of fun out of this game. I just, yeah. I, I, I don't know that it will have a long lifespan. And so, if you think yeah. you're gonna like the game, like, maybe you should buy it early because that's when the players are gonna be there. That's when right. you might have the most fun from a multiplayer perspective. Um, whereas, like, you might, you might make a better monetary decision later on. You might be able to pick it up on sale, or at least even if you buy it at full price. Like they will probably patch this a couple times in the first couple months, um, but like you will have lost some of the magic if you just love Star Wars and like want to be kind of a part of that community at the beginning. That's that's something this game has that most games don't. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. All right. So anyway, um, 
I think yeah, you know, I think they're gonna make a little bit of money with that. Probably not That'll very probably much. Be all right. But I love it. Might be okay. Might be worth uh, the development time and investment. Um, all right. So fi- one final quick hit. Uh, Bethesda uh, just finished uh, their game on all platforms. Uh, their game being Fallout Four. There was just a, there was a tweet here, which is pretty cool. Uh, October twenty third. This is the tweet. The bombs have fallen. Fallout Four is complete. All twenty seven versions. And there's a picture um, of all the versions. So, which is cool. And I'm excited. I honestly haven't played any of the Fallout games ever, but I will be playing Fallout Four. Um, Fallout's great. I'm excited so, for it because I haven't played that. I haven't played Fallout in a long time. Like mm-hmm. I played Fallout Three, I think when I was, I, I guess I would have been probably in high school. And oh, really? Oh, okay, you're talking about the like the the OG, not Fallout Three, like. Or no, when did Fallout Three come out? Was that uh, 2008? Five, I think seven. five years ago? No, longer than that. I wouldn't say five. Okay, New Vegas came out when I would have been in college out. then. I just I just remember really enjoying that game, but oh, okay. it's like it's very it's far removed from my sort of adult life, like post post college life. Like I hardly remember what that life is like, but Fallout yeah. Three reminds me of that. Oh, okay, all right. I, I have a lot be... of reservations for it, only because Fallout Three New Vegas run like complete shit on PC and they crash mm-hmm. all the time. And I know this is a new engine. I know it's all that stuff, but Bethesda. Sally does have a history of releasing buggy games on PC, yeah. straight up, and they leave it to their modding community to fix these games instead of fixing it themselves. We, we've we've talked about that actually. So that's my so. biggest reservation with it. I'm excited for the actual game itself, but I don't trust. Listen, wasn't Fallout 4 like confirmed to still be on that old engine that they've been oh, using all the time? Oh, if it is, or? oh god, it starts it's with like a game, game Brio. It's a Game Brio engine. It's the same okay. engine of like it's like that. Give you an idea of how old that engine is. Brandon will understand. It was the engine that they used in Warhammer Online. Wow. And that's the same engine for <laughs> it's, Yeah, it's, it's really old. And that's, oh. the en- that's the engine that they used for, like, Oblivion, I believe. I think Skyrim as well. Skyrim, Skyrim performed better if you downloaded, like, a third-party DLL file, correct? Yes. Basically, yeah, yeah. So game, the same Game Bryo engine, you can, tell, Vegas, yeah. you can tell which Bethesda games use Game Bryo. Based upon whether the community says, "Hey, or download this via DirectX 9 DLL file from a third-party website and don't use the one that comes with the game," that's how you can tell if it's GameBrio. Like Rift okay. uses GameBrio as well. Hmm. For some reason, it's so odd, but I can tell that engine from like the running or walking animations, yeah. like the way they move through the world. Especially when it's you go to third-party and like any of the engines or any of the games that use that engine or third-person rather, it's it's so bad. Oh yeah, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I think right. Fallout Four is going to have enough content that even if it is even if it is buggy and broken a little bit, I feel like they will they should be on top of that pretty quickly. Like this game is getting so much press that I think those those issues will have to be stamped out quickly. I hope. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Um, Katie, take away the new releases here, real quick, if you will. Uh, new releases this week are mostly just indie titles. Uh, coming out on the 30th is the new Binding of Isaac Rebirth expansion, which is Binding of Isaac Afterbirth. It's got a host of uh, new features like uh, a greed mode uh, and uh, 10 more challenges. They're putting in like a daily run mode where every every run is like a different kind of task you can do. Uh, all the weapon combos have been updated. There are 120 new items. Uh, I'd like to quote something from the Steam page. Uh, it says it has a thousand plus new room designs as well as room. That is a direct quote from the Steam page. 
<laughs> as well as room. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, new achievements, things like that, new bosses, worlds, <laughs> enemies, uh, tons of stuff. It's going to be... How much is this? Looks like the expansion is... I don't want to. I don't want to confuse the price with the main game. Oh, it's going to be six, oh the edgy oh, six, six cents right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. So that comes right. out on the thirtieth. After that, a game called. Oh, I should be linking these as I talk about them. After that, a game called Cine Run is coming out on the twenty-sixth. It's like a very minimal, uh, mono monochrome. I think is the word for it. It's right. supposed to be. It looks like um, a game that's really centered around speedrunning. It's where, like, just, like, moving optimally to beat levels as fast as you can. Looks like, like, it looks like, like Quake really trick jumping. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, a bit, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what it looks like. It's I was trying to cool. figure out what it looked like, and that would be... That's the best way to describe yeah. it. Yeah, it reminded me of something, yeah. That's fun. Uh, the next game is a Sorry, game Sorry, can I just absolutely... say they missed, a, they missed a huge opportunity to partner with Cinnabon. And get a free Cinnabon with your purchase. Oh yeah, I'm just saying. Like, come on. You gotta you gotta run to the level to get your to get your Cinnabon. Right, like you, you have to get hot. a certain time, and then you can print out your Cinnabon <laughs> coupon or get it sent to your mobile device. I'm just. Saying. I'd buy that in a heartbeat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This next game is called The Park, and every bit of it screams something that APL has to stream. It's a it looks set fun. in a creepy amusement park, hiding a dark and sinister secret. The Park is a first-person psychological horror experience focused on exploration and storytelling, and it has a female protagonist, so it's absolutely perfect for your audience. It is. Strong <laughs> female lead. My audience loves that, and it looks like it's going to scare the shit out of me, so I'm definitely going to definitely. Nice up. Looks kind of cool. So that comes out on the 27th. It's going to be... It's on sale right now for nine ninety nine. if you pre-purchase. I'm going to grab that right Yeah, well, I'm doing that right oh, now. There you go. Yes. Uh, this next game is something I'm actually really excited for. It's called Outpost 13. And the premise is, I'm going to link this right now. The premise is, it's think of the movie uh, The Thing, where there is a monster. It's a point-and-click adventure strategy game where you play as the monster, and you're disguised as the crew's pet dog. And so you have to try and kill off the members of this crew, members of this team, like trying not to blow your cover as this disgusting monster animal that just looks like a husky. Uh, yeah, it <laughs> yeah. looks very interesting. It does look interesting. Uh, yeah, that comes out on the 27th. Uh, doesn't look like there's a price on Steam yet, but I am looking forward to that. Uh, and then the final game, I don't know that much um, about the game Kingdom. I think, uh, Tim, you know a bit about it? Um, so Kingdom, we gave a bunch of these codes away over... And they were... Actually, they, they were in last week. They were one of our sponsors, actually, for the weekend. And they gave us a bunch of keys for everyone at the event to redeem and then a bunch of keys to give away. Um, so, you know, it was huge by them to do so. Um... From what I've seen from it, I haven't had a chance to get my hands on it yet, but I have seen some tidbits of streams of people playing it. Um, the 2D, it's uh, side-scrolling. It's got the modern pixel art type of uh, deal really that a lot of games looking, have. It, it's got a nice little art style, but basically you can build up your kingdom, but as you're out doing other stuff, your kingdom can be attacked and be broken down, and you could lose everything. So it's kind of a... There's a lot of strategy that goes behind, like, when should you go out, when should you come back, all that different type type of stuff there what what you what should you build um strategy I'm not sure the mechanics behind it, it behind yeah. but uh i don't know it's it's kind of interesting they say strategy resource it. management hybrid is how they describe it so okay i can kind of, i can kind of see that yeah strategy resource management um but yeah this, but the, i don't always I say like into, i think uh co playing at one time and he mm-hmm. left and he came back and shit was on fire that's the last oh, okay. i saw of it so i don't know looks interesting 
Yeah, uh, so, yeah, someone in chat asked, is it like Halo 3? Um, it's, yes. It's yeah. It's the closest you'll get Absolutely. to Halo 3 on PC, so <laughs> check it out. But no, huge shout-out to those guys. They gave us uh, a ton of keys to give away to, to viewers uh, during Extra Life, so we do appreciate that. So And that is out right now okay. for $10 on Steam. KD, I have to say, you killed the new releases section. You're going to have a new Oh, job, yeah. I think from I that fucking on. destroyed you did it. Some, I'm not even being sarcastic. You did, you did really good work, man. Thank you. I'm actually going to host next episode. Oh, okay. Oh, so. oh, really? Okay. All yeah. Right. Yeah. That just building good. my way up, you know. Yeah. I can tell you're just slowly, slowly um, chipping away <laughs> to the top. Um, all right. Well, viewer questions. Should we just get into them? Brandon, do you want to run an ad? It's up to you. No, let's do the questions. Oh, okay. Oh, just man. Do you want the money? Gracious Lord Brandon. Uh, okay. Um, all right. Viewer questions. Our first one is from Anders, and he said, he asked, Besides Walmart, what is the one store you honestly can't stand being in for more than five minutes? Bath and Body Works. Like, what the fuck is the Ooh. deal with the smell? Like, I, I, I like the soap. The smells are great. A lot of but when stuff. there's that many fucking smells, it no longer smells good. <laughs> like, it's too it, many competing smells. I know what you yeah, mean about that. I it's like, about that. I, I love the so smell much. of some of their stuff. In fact, like, Ada has a ton of it. But when I walk into that store, like, I don't want to smell a thousand different things that smell good. <laughs> Bath and Body, like that that store. There's there's so much shit. Like, I feel like that store, even though it's like pretty well organized, like Bath and Body Works, when it's overwhelming, it's like it's like a hoarder. It's like I imagine like a really like clean hoarder uh, organizes Bath and Body Works (laughs) because they have so much shit. Like I'll I'll look and I remember I was like looking at pots and pans, and then looked over and there was like I could also buy like a, a robot thing that like sweep my floor, and I was just like, this is, and it was all like stacked really super packed tightly. But I agree with the smell, John. Yeah, Bath and Body. See, the thing I was going to say Walmart, but obviously I can't because I, I always want to get out of Walmart. What, what is what is the aversion to Walmart over other stores, though? It's it's the this people. Is sound, it's the, the people, people inside it. It's yeah. You just, the worst. There's there's others too though. Like Walmart's pretty bad. But have you ever been in a fucking pottery barn? I've never even it's heard like, of pottery barn. Why the fuck? Why is this wooden table seventeen thousand dollars? I can what? make it. I yeah. can make that yeah. fucking shit. And you <laughs> see people leaving with it. Like, I walk into that store to people watch. It's like, you're a fucking sucker. You're incompetent. <laughs> you're going to kill yourself someday. Oh, wow. This this is a pillow. This is just like the pillow you get at Target. That'll be ninety-seven fifty. It's not Sorry, even that. Also, I need, to, I need to say real quick, my girlfriend called me out. I'm thinking of Bed Bath & Beyond, not Bath & Body Works. When I was going to say, you are talking about like a, like a vacuum cleaner ba- and stuff. I was like, that's not <laughs> Bath & Body Works. Guys, we have different Bath & Body Works here. I didn't want to say anything, but I was I was really doing some no. mental gymnastics. Bed Bath & Beyond is great, dude. You get like Keurig things there right yeah, next yeah, yeah. to like your universal remotes and shit. That's, like, what I mean. that's what I mean. That's what I was trying to say, though, about, yeah, how there's just like so much. I mean, it truly is beyond in Bed Bath & Beyond. It's overwhelming for me. It's just like too much stuff. Um, but not like to the point that I want to get out. But yeah, Walmart definitely with with the with the people for me. I just I went to I hadn't been to the Walmart near me uh, up until the Extra Life Land because we were going there and it was like near the venue. And I I don't know. That's like, an upscale Walmart. I'll tell you that right now. That's an upscale is Walmart. Is it? Yeah. Yes. And, and yeah. Well, definitely. Yeah. In the area. And I mean, I, within like five minutes, I was like, all right, we really we got to get we got to get moving. Um, so I think just more for for the clientele, um, not knowing what you're going to get. I'm trying to think what else. Okay. Brandon, what about you? Do you have a store that you don't like being in? I, I was trying to think, but... For me, it's Hallmark. You don't like that much? Or... I don't know why people can go to Hallmark and just browse. Like, <laughs> if I'm buying a card, I know why I'm buying a card. 
So I go to that section, and then I find the one that has, like, the thing that pops out, and there's that. Like, I don't need to read the messages. I'll put my name in it, and I'll give it to them. That's all it is. Hmm. Like, I don't... I mean, my yeah. mom spends two hours in Hallmark when she's buying a card. I don't understand how she can do that. See, here's the thing. I have... There, there are plenty of stores where I will walk by. Let's say I'm in a mall or something with Hillary. Hillary likes going to the mall. I don't. Mm-hmm. Like, in general, I just don't, don't really care to do that. But if I, if I do... There are certain stores I walk by, and if I had to go into it, I would clearly hate being there. Like, the Hallmark <laughs> store is one of them. Like, I have no need for a store full of greeting cards. <laughs> However, I don't, I don't, I can't say I, I can't stand being in it, because I just don't go into it in the first place. So, mm-hmm. I don't know a good answer to this, because I the get, places well, that I don't need to, like, that I think I wouldn't want to go, I generally yeah. don't have a reason to go to them. Try not to. Yeah. I got triggered from my childhood. Is really what it was, having to go shopping with your parents and they drag you yeah. everywhere. I'm trying to think. Those are uh, the worst days. A, a lot of my stuff, like a lot of the stuff that it comes down to, stores I don't like to be in, and I struggle with. I talk. Brandon and I have talked about this a lot, but like having so much choice, right? True first world problems. But when I'm in a store and I'm, if I'm not 100 percent sure, like if I don't have a like a razor sharp focus of like, you know, if, if I have to go somewhere and pick up something and I don't have a like the exact thing, or I'm just like freeballing it not freeballing well i'm always freeballing uh why did i say freeballing i don't even know uh but i'm just winging it uh if you will i i I am the worst because if there's any kind of choice or multiple things i will just walk around in in circles forever and to, to the point that probably the employees are like this guy is either set like trying to like scope this place out to rob it or he's gonna blow this place up like no neckbeard walks around the store this much um, so, uh, like the same, like so, uh, Bed Bath and Beyond and places like that. I just get overwhelmed. Like even on road trips, I'll go into like a really well stocked Seven Eleven or like uh, I don't know whatever kind of, and I'll just like, and I'll need to get a snack, and I will, and I will be in there for for like twenty five thirty minutes because I'm like, well, I could get this, but then I'm not really feeling salty. Maybe I'll go sweet. Oh man, I could go for iced tea, but then I'm gonna have to be. I really like internally in my mind, I just am the worst at like just pulling the trigger and making decisions. So it could be honestly any any store that has like an an overabundance of stuff I just or like choices. The way that story starts off is like, have you ever walked into a really well stocked Seven Eleven and you just can't get out of there because you're paralyzed by choice? <laughs> so many choices. I really do. I just get paralyzed by choice. It's just too much. So I appreciate stores that are like stripped down and really like really to the point. I was gonna say, do you uh, look for like a small gas station as opposed to a truck stop type deal? I mean, it's I've never let like I've never let it get that far. But now that you say that, that's a really good strategy. I should go to something that's gonna have like you know like <laughs> two options for beverage and like a hot dog and be like, all right, well, this is all I can get. So we have we have as an aside. Uh, I don't know if they have these in other places, but like in you know there are truck stops all over the all over the U.S. But in yeah. particular, uh, in Texas, there is a uh, there's a massive gas station or like it's basically a truck stop, but it's like a huge gas station called Bucky's, and it, mm. it's got probably I don't know fifty gas pumps or something. And the Good store God. itself is like basically kind of it's I mean it's not a Walmart obviously, but it's got like it has clothes, it has like a bunch of candy, it has it's like basically just this massive gas station, and that sounds like your personal hell, from what yeah, I've just no, learned. Absolutely, dude. I I really I do get kind of like I do get paralyzed. Like that that is my like worst nightmare. And um, I will go 
or I will sometimes I like if I'm by myself and I and I'm on a road trip or something, I will I will start planning what I'm going to get. Like I'll be like, oh boy, hunger striking, gotta make a bathroom stop. I'm coming to I'm <laughs> I'm coming to a place that has like six places to eat, and they're probably gonna have like you know like you said like one of those small convenience stores that's gonna have a ton of stuff in it. I need to start deciding now. I've got 20 miles and a, and and my bladder's slowly filling up. I let's narrow it down. What are we eating today? And then I'll, if I have that, I'm fine. Like if I have something in my mind. But if I go in with no plan, again, you might never see me again. Like I might just be in there even after they close. Like oh, I still, I'm not sure. They're like, sir, we actually close at 12:30 at this uh, this rest stop. You need to get out. But um, I like anyway. We have some strong Bucky's opinions in chat. Oh, I wasn't, did, wasn't did, expecting that. Oh my God, Buck! Oh my God, I just I just pulled up. A... <laughs> Bucky's is a shit, dude. The bathrooms are. Oh my God, they have stuffed animals. Yeah. What? That's, what? That's crazy. Yeah, the candy selection. That is. You know what? Road tripping. I never stopped at a Bucky's, but um, similar things uh, driving across the country in other states. It was Bucky's never a Bucky's. Bathrooms are fucking the ba- stellar. The, I, dude. Can, I can say the Bucky's bathrooms are top notch. Only wow. in Texas, like, is this even logical? Yeah. Like, I bet you half that store is just, like, fucking beef jerky. And that wow. one, I actually think uh, Hutch posted a link to, to one of those in chat. That's actually yeah. a different one than the one I was talking about, and I think the one I was talking about is actually larger. It's, like, a newer one. <laughs> Dear God, this is huge. Wow. Yeah. Man, I want to move to Texas and live near, a, <laughs> live near a Bucky's and just make that my full-time job of trying every product. That is That is nuts. Wow. Do they have, okay. like... Shirts there that you like a Bucky shirt you can buy. Uh, they'd have a big SB. Or, oh my god, what the hell? <laughs> like, ju- not. I mean, the question that's one thing is I've not, never understood going to tri- to go like, stopping not, at a rest they? stop. The question is like, how many do they have? How many different designs? <laughs> of that's one thing I've always noticed is like stopping at a rest stop. Like this is this theme, this rest stop's themed shirt or whatever. Like, I wonder if someone has made a road trip across country and bought every single shirt and every rest they stop probably... stopped that. I want to do it now. If it has, even if it's been done, it sounds like a pretty good life goal, Tim. You There's should like do it. Those big old sleep shirts that you know old moms wear that go down to their ankles or whatever. I've seen those. <laughs> no one know what I'm talking about now. I know what you mean. I just okay. want to. I just. I think we just tapped on the exact porn that Tim is watching. He's googling. <laughs> what, what, what? Why is it to go to moms porn? With those shirts down to their ankles. The description was too fluid it was just for you too, to. Like, it's just too perfect. I was at a rest stop recently. I can't help it. Sorry, go ahead. You were at a rest stop recently. Nope. And you saw somebody wearing. I saw it hanging up there on the rack as I walked oh. back to the bathroom. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. Anyway. Is it a moo moo? Uh, yeah. Is that what you're talking about? It might know. be. I feel like that's right. Honestly, I'm not 100% Seems sure. Seems like the right. Probably the oh, colloquial term. Oh, yeah, okay. judging me. These guys know what they're fucking called. Come on. Oh, this really, this really got it. Well, that was a good question by Anders. So, so kudos, man. All right. So moving on. Uh, Bustler Hustler asked, "Has a game you played uh, had a lasting, lasting impression on your <laughs> outlook on life? On your outlook on life. Uh, life is strange. <laughs> Stop. No, <Tim>. Stop. <laughs> Don't do it." Uh, I think um, Soma, kind of. I was going to say way. Soma, that was going to be mine too. At least as far as games I've played recently. Like, Yeah. Another definitely. game. Uh, I, World of Warcraft yeah. opened, my, opened me up to addictions. Like, I know what that means now. <laughs> so I guess that's probably a valuable lesson. That's true. That's a good point. 
was the first time I've ever gotten like regularly belligerently intoxicated by myself. That's when mm. I was leveling playing WoW. So addiction to games as well as uh, substances. Um, yeah. Wow, that got, that was deep and somewhat dark, but I think that does satisfy the the question. Um, There's an old. A game on PlayStation a while ago. It was called The Unfinished Swan. I did like a review for it, and it had like a like a, a message to it where uh, life is more so about the experiences that you have rather than like what people are going to remember you for. Which isn't to say it's not like kind of important, but anyway, it's deep, it's edgy. But uh, yeah, that was, was that was the last game I played that really. Do I see Left Behind Tribulation Forces in the chat? (laughs) (laughs) I've heard that game has changed people's lives. I never have played it myself. Because it's changed mine. Mm. Oh, God. (laughs) For audio listeners, Tim just held up a copy of Left Behind Tribulation Forces. It's shown me the way of Christ. (laughs) There it is. Uh, I feel like like it's it's sort of cheating, but Mm. I mean, World of Warcraft would would be my default answer just because it didn't it didn't like it sort of played a role in some of my formative years so i feel like it had it had a lot of different lasting impressions on my life but like sort of just uh being like accepting that you can that you can have a a group of friends like people you feel really close to that aren't physically close to you like world of warcraft was the the biggest example of that and now that i feel like now that's pretty commonplace but at the time it was not and so wow like had a very lasting impression on me that these are like real friendships and stuff that i'm creating over the internet and that just turned out to be like you know 10 years before everyone feels that way but at the time that that changed like i don't know I don't, I don't want to say we were like tr- online trailblazers. That sounds stupid, but but that's <laughs> like that's sort of how it felt at the time. Was like I'm 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 part of this thing that uh, that everyone eventually is going to take for granted, but they just don't get it right now. Mm. So that had a that? huge huge impact on my life. Two votes for WoW. Um, I mean, in the same way, Counter Strike for me when I was pl- like back and playing in high school and stuff, like just the camaraderie and like playing, being with people every day and playing with them. Um, so I would say Counter-Strike in that sense, at least while well, Source for me, but I know people will laugh at <laughs> Source, but hey, boys, uh, it existed. It wasn't very good, but God damn it, we loved it. Um, I-, I was also going to say, people in the chat were pointing out to me, because I-, I streamed this game, but this is no joke. It, it didn't change my outlook on life, but it di- like it- for a few moments, there were moments where I, I didn't want to live anymore as I, was- as I was experiencing it, and it did make me laugh and <laughs> made me cry, the game Deadly Premonition, and for a lot of different reasons, for my money, the end of Deadly Premonition, like the four hour, it's like a four hour ending because it's that fucking insane, is one of the most like mind fucking hilarious, saddest, craziest things that will ever happen to you. And also I was dealing with the fact that game is totally optimized on PC. So it was like crashing constantly. So part of like the stream was me like literally for an hour trying to get the game to run again. There was no rhyme or reason as to why it would. And that was pretty much so far the, I mean, I've been streaming for a while now. I'm mean, getting up there. That was the only game that has ever truly brought me to t- like manic tears of like true insanity. 
Like I like my eyes started watering. I was crying. I was laughing. I was having mood swings. It was that like, and I'm not even. I'm not even. It wasn't fake. I wasn't faking it. It was true. Like the game. I've never been that broken by a piece of software before. I, I was. I just. It was unbelievable. So for that, um, that and Deadly Premonition is a cult classic. And now I, I kind of understood why it is. I don't know if it's a cult classic for those same exact reasons, but. Um, so yeah, Deadly Premonition would definitely be one. For How me, many times did the credits come, happen and then end and then and then end? Yeah, exactly. It has so many. Fu- oh god! So many and then have an absolutely terrible rendition of Amazing Grace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have not played this game. And no, I Tim, you to. need to. Tim, don't, Tim, on your stream, you need to play through Deadly Premonition. Trust me, just trust me. Let Once the game breaks, though, I'm like done with it. And uh, I'll give it, it to you. Don't worry. Oh dear God. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say? Sorry, you. Were, were um, you... For me, uh, I guess the one game that's like truly changed my life, as far as I don't know how we put it, impressing out all life was um, Day of Defeat. Whenever I played that competitively, um, it I never really worked well with others before. Then I still don't work well with others. I was gonna say a little Tim. bit better than before. <laughs> a little better, but better than before. Um, because you know, being on a competitive team, you have to. I don't know that I want to see pre Day of Defeat, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that should be. But uh, it's rage. it's just uh. I don't know. It, you have to work together and you have to get along with each other even if you don't have these same viewpoints as the other people. And it would always, for me, it would always be my way or the highway type mentality. And that kind of opened me up to you have to listen to what other people have to say, whether it be strats or just different stuff in life. Like, it kind of opened my eyes towards that. And I don't know. That's kind of where we're, I'm at with that. Well, I play Modern Warfare 2 free-for-all at an impressionable age, and that taught me to kill everyone in sight. <laughs> so. And how to drop nukes. Uh, yeah. Man. Okay. Is that your answer? Is that your final answer, Katie? No? Oh, you said so. Uh, yeah. Okay. It taught me also AC-130 over chopper gunner. Mm, interesting. I don't agree with that, because if you're going for a nuke, yeah, I think you want the chopper, chopper gunner. Well, what was it? It was... Um, well, how I'm a scrub... I go for the oh, oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. I know Yopper Gunner was definitely in there for optimal nuke. Um, optimal <laughs> Yopper Gunner. The Yopper Gunner. My, if I wanted Ninja to Pro, impress my Yopper dad, Gunner. I would go for AC. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Gotta impress okay. dad. You don't get beat. Good question by Buster. Definitely not. <laughs> and uh, finally, uh, our last viewer question before we get into the review of the week, which is very good this week, uh, the Jesus iTunes Christ. podcast review of the week. Uh, Katie Zen will be <laughs> attempting to read that for us. I'm very excited. I'm uh, gonna read it. Yes, you're yes. gonna read it. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Kreese uh, D uh, asks: Nintendo has begun to crack down on sites who host ROMs of their games. Should emulation be left alone by publishers? Uh well, I have a view on emulation. Uh, which, if I ever think about emulating something, uh, aside from like the legality of owning the game, I look and see if that company is still producing the game. Because if they're not producing the game, there's no option, because I'm not, if I'm not going to emulate it, I'm going to go to a used game store and pick mm-hmm. something up to where, either way, Nintendo's not getting any money. So emulation is really not any harm, mm. in my opinion, I see. Okay. Well, unless the game's still being produced. I mean, my take on it is, I mean, they, I, mean, they can, I, th- I don't think this is, this is super new that I, they would be trying to, cr- I mean, maybe they're cracking down more yeah. than in the past, but it's just going to pop, I mean, it's just, you can't kill something like emulation like it'll just pop up somewhere else you can't you can't kill an idea or i don't know <laughs> but i mean <laughs> nintendo, really nintendo's I, always been kind of out of touch with these i guys. guess he's more asking like should it should um 
I don't do know. Do they have a right to? Yes. Do Should they have they a do right? It? Probably sure. not. Yeah. Oh, I see. I, I, I think that's, that's how I read it. Like, do they have a right to do that? Of course they do. It's they own the games. People are getting them for free. Of course they can shut it down. But do I want it to happen? No. I like I don't emulate often, but if there's a game out there that I really can't, you know, get working unless I emulate it or get my hands on it, then I want to grab an emulator and grab the ROM and go to town with it. So. Wow, Tim, you like to light some candles and give it some wine before? Lay some to rose petals and... Go to town with your rum? Yeah? yeah. Take it out to dinner first? Okay. I think I think it... Uh, I mean, I, I don't know that it makes a ton of sense for them to go after emulators because the... Like Scott said, they will pop up somewhere else. Like, yeah. you know, people are saving these on their PCs. Like, they will end up back on the internet even even if you try and play whack-a-mole. So it's just expending resources when a lot of times these are some of your most hardcore fans. Like, I would guess that most people emulating games, you know, also own, like, every system. <laughs> They're just... The, most of these people are hardcore. You're never going to have, like, a parent or something try to figure out how to how to get an emulator working so their kid can play, you know, an old version of... I don't know some Nintendo game. If it's on, if it's available like for download on your shop, the parents gonna mm-hmm. pay ten bucks for it or whatever. Like I, I think I don't really think emulation cuts into the sales of a game should they decide to re-release it because emulating is such a such an enthusiast activity and the barrier yeah. for entry is so high. Like the games a lot of times have glitches and stuff. Like I, I don't think I think it's such a small uh, like percentage of your overall community that the kind of the Streisand effect is worse than than just leaving it alone. Like having an article written in, you know, in a tech publication about how you're cracking down on, on people hosting ROMs is like worse for your brand and actually costs you more money than just leaving Mm -hmm. it alone. And like, and like no one in the mainstream even like really knows much about it, but they know about it when they read like how you're trying to take down this stuff that doesn't really matter. Right. So, like, yeah, exactly what you're saying. Like, the long run, it doesn't really hurt them that much, and then they take this PR hit where people might go, all right, well, fuck you, Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's really more of, sense. like, you might you might offend people who have, <clears throat> who have like, a philosophical objection to sure. to you trying to take down these people's, uh, you know, the people hosting the ROMs. And in the big scheme of things, those people probably are buying your games anyway. You know what Nintendo kind of reminds me of? I mean, they've had stuff with, like, the, like, flagging, they're flagging YouTube videos, right? Like, and stuff like that, like... To, or you couldn't make money oh, yeah. off Nintendo. Um, they wanted like a cut of the revenue. They wanted a cut or whatever. Was, like they're almost like. And the, sorry, go you ahead. could also only do Nintendo games on your channel if you wanted to that, be partnered. That's with them. right. It had to be exclusive or whatever. Yeah. Uh, they're like they're like the uh, you know like when <laughs> they're like the record companies like when when Napster came out or whatever. No, I mean, and, and I'm not saying this is like the exact same thing, but like kind of how Nintendo like they're kind of how they handle things is just like. <laughs> oh shit, man! Like people, people are pirating our shit. We gotta, we gotta shut it down. This is like a, an outrage or whatever. It just seems kind of like their whole the way they deal with this stuff, and even PR wise, seems like kind of like the old guard. You know what I mean? Like kind of like what the record companies were doing before. Like they embrace it. We're like, yeah, this is just kind of part of how things are right now. Not that, not that they don't have a right to do this stuff, but like you're saying, it just doesn't seem super smart. Like why? Yeah. Like it's not a huge deal. Well, and in in chat. Uh... Like saying emulators are among the most popular apps on Android, like that that speaks to a high demand for your games on that platform. Right. Yeah. Like, right. That, I mean that should that should speak to 
like instead of trying to take down the people hosting the ROMs and like take down emulators as as a thing, like instead just meet the demand of your customers. Like people will yeah. go for the official yeah. solution if they can, but if it doesn't exist on the platform they want to play it on, then they'll find like they might try and find a way around it. But no one like very few people are going to bother with the kind of the bugginess of the emulation right. experience if there's something native that costs a little more. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Um, all right. So we've Brandon, you want to kick this off and then kick it to KD? Oh, God, no. does, I'm not reading this. <laughs> oh reading. no. Uh, so um, we have a we have an iTunes podcast. As many of you probably know. You are listening to it right now, actually. Yeah, you're well. listening to it. You might be listening to it live, but this version ends <laughs> up on the iTunes service and other podcasting services, but we're, we're speaking strictly about iTunes right now. Yes. yes. Um, you're welcome to review us anywhere, but that doesn't affect the program I'm about, I'm about to speak of. Uh, so we have, uh, we have an iTunes listing. Uh, if you listen to the audio version of this, you probably know about it. Uh, we would appreciate it if you would rate the podcast if you enjoy it. Uh, and even if you don't enjoy it, you, we still want you to rate it uh, sure. because we read the reviews. So we would yeah. like you to rate it five stars. That's the maximum number of stars. And uh, you can put whatever you want within the section of the review itself. So if you don't like the podcast, just let us know there. But like, don't tell iTunes you don't like it. That, that, seems, that seems bad. So give us five stars. Uh, if you do leave us five stars, we may feature your review on the podcast. And we haven't had many very recently, so you have a very good chance... If, if you want to end up on the podcast, like you have a pretty good chance at your roughly three minutes of fame. Uh, so I would encourage you to do that. Yeah, I've, already, I've already rated the podcast. I'm actually the first rating <laughs> on the podcast, uh, which, so I can't do it again. I can't be featured, uh, but you can. I'm imagining most of you probably have not rated it yet. So go, uh, go to our podcast page on iTunes. Just search KB Mod. It's the only listing that shows up. And uh, log into your iTunes account, rate us, and uh, you might be featured on the cast. So uh, this week we have a we have a <laughs> real great review, and uh, we're oh. going to have we're going to have the meme master himself take a crack at it. And then rate, and okay. then rate. Uh, yeah, this one is very so, meme filled. So this review is uh, I, I've I've been expecting this for the first mm. time. Someone has tried to you know with my arrival on the cast, as someone tried to make another Katie Zen question. Mm. And if you're not familiar, these Katie Zen questions are when you, you're supposed to type, the, the whole premise of questions, or it's an actual question hidden underneath terrible, <laughs> absolutely mind-boggling grammar and spelling. So this one, the title of this review is, is such, <laughs> is such a dank I can't even get through the title. Oh, it's such God. a dank, acromonic, natural killer memer, even my epigram. And this is by Meme. No. The, <laughs> the author is Me Mquo. Tough filled. Uh, I'm going to try and read this. Okay. Good, good luck. Join and come inside hosts Huxtomestable. But. <laughs> God. It's impossible. Don't even try. Barn Dolition, F A P L Scott Fisherald, Darth Fat Member, Darth Fat. <laughs> Who is that supposed Who to be? Darth Fat Member. Darth Fat Member. That's and amazing, guests, though. And guests such as including, but 
not limited to hashtag inven dot 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 shun question mark comma canon smack and kid zone 18 plus to see this page (laughs) canon smack and kid zone what the hell for an each week episode of the Pennsylvania night hawkling scene <laughs> to vast triggers for achieving maximum overcuck. <laughs> maximum overcuck. <laughs> maximum overcuck. Uh, the smoothest, creamiest, segues into apostrophe nuts, titter TNA, and <laughs> other very os words, foods, words, two commas. Happened sounds. Wow. That is the end of that's the end of the review. Again, it is by <clears throat> me <laughs> me McCotafield, I believe. Yes. Me okay. McCotafield. Yeah, paste that into the <laughs> Yeah, there the it chat. is. There it is. I love the kid zone eighteen plus to see this page. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually reading uh, seeing it written out is pretty incredible. It's <laughs> You know, I don't I yeah. I can't understand some of these I don't know what person they're Who's talking Darth about. Like hashtag yeah, know. Darth Fat member. And uh I know. Hashtag, hashtag invention. I think that's I, invent. I like my name Fish Herald is pretty Fish Herald. Fish Herald. And then wow. who is Cannon Smack again? Cannon is that Smack. Smash to Black? Yeah, I don't, I don't oh, know. Oh my it's, god. It's hard to even really break it down. <laughs> Actually, and, that uh, insane. Yeah, as far as the uh, the spelling would you, goes, would you rate uh, it though? W- let's break down this review. So, the spelling is top notch. Mm. It's there's a nice there's a nice cadence to it with the tinder <laughs> TNA and very it host. Have, it's very Mimi. So overall, uh, yeah, and overall, I think I have to give oh, it an eight point five out of ten. Canispack is Nikon punch. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that, that makes, makes sense. sense. I wish I knew who the author was because it's I don't I've never heard of a meme quota filled in the chat. Yeah, yeah. Wait, Nikon. Isn't Nikon a fruit? Man. So how is that a cannon? I don't know. I'm gonna have to give it an eight point five out of ten. That's pretty good. Would you say would you say that this review filled the meme quota? (laughs) I would absolutely say that it did. I would say that uh would you, was, say, went, would you say the meme quote filled? The meme quote to maximum overcuck. Okay, <laughs> maximum overcuck <laughs> is an incredible name, and I will be it's using it as maximum. Oh, that's right, maximum. Nikon, the camera company, and Canon. Oh, Canon, the camera company. That's <laughs> oh yeah. That, that's what. Okay, yeah, that's what. That it earned it a ten. That's, out of 10. that's some deep memeing. Wow. That's what I mean. Like this was a lot of work when it took this. some thought. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. Meme quota filled. You have to return to, uh, you know. Wow. I think you, when you my... when you can peel back the layers of a lo- of like a nice meme review, when you peel <laughs> yeah. back the layers like an onion and you kind of discover yeah. more about it, uh, I think that that's what that's what tells you like that's that's the success metric. Right. And I know when because of layers. I, yeah, in my questions uh, when I did them, I would put in like impossible like deeper meanings to them. So for us to actually figure it out is very respectable. 
Yeah. And so, yeah. Great work. Awesome job, meme quota. Meme quota filled. Well done. All right. Well, that's it. That's episode two hundred and eleven. Uh, thank you guys for joining us, audio listeners. If you're listening to this after the fact, which you obviously are, thank you for listening, and uh, we will be back next week for episode two hundred and twelve. And um, yeah, we're out of here. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs>